We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. One of those things, a couple of guys. Andy Randy! Andy Randy! Having discussion. I be on it all night, man. I be on it all day. Straight up, pimp. If you want me, you can find me in the... What are you looking at me like that for? What are you talking about? We're supposed to make eye contact. It's the Midday Show with... Andy Parker and my son, my baby boy, Randy McMichael. When I crack open this mic... <laughs> <laughs> that was the most media member thing that's ever been yeah. said. Starring Randy Montez McMichael as Randy and my firstborn son, Andrew Stephen Bunker as Andy. You can't say Randy without saying Andy. It's the Andy and Randy Midday Show. Boring answer. Just make sure you don't touch that dial and we'll be cool. Touch it and use the fool. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Yeah. Good morning. Welcome in Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. The Midday Show with Andy and Randy with you here on a very appropriately timed <laughs> oh, I hope it is. Yeah, I certainly man. hope it is for yeah, you. Man. Good morning to you, Randy. How are you? What's happening, man? Welcome back in the house, uh, Mr. Bunker. Thank you. And happy uh, Thanksgiving to all the lovers out there. Happy Thanksgiving to all the lovers out there. And the ones that ain't got nobody. or Thanksgiving. Not, I'm saying nobody. They ain't got nobody. That's, that's the wrong way to look at it. People who choose not to have a Valentine's today. Yeah. But happy Valentine's to all the lovers out there. Got it. And, 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 I was confused because you said Thanksgiving. Yeah, I did say Thanksgiving. Because that's what we call, uh, thought, we're giving thanks yeah, for Valentine's yeah, Day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Happy, happy, happy Valentine's Day to all the lovers out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, hopefully everybody, you know, because one thing about it is that, you know, I, I, I'm always tempted because I went and took care of everything yesterday to get up and just go to the Publix or the Kroger or CVS or somewhere to see those last second dads, mm-hmm. those last second, you know, males, because this is just be us in there. It don't be no women in there. It's just us in there. And well, what what do we even get though? Like, do we get anything? You get a card or something like yeah, that. You, you might get, get a card. You get the the, yeah. the, the, the the last of the candies and everything like that. Do you that. get candy? No, I don't do. She don't do candy. No, I told her. I, I said yesterday. She got she got her six foot three chocolate bar right here. <laughs> so yeah, we don't, yeah. She she good enough. But uh, yeah, so I mean, it's it's just that crazy thing because then as a man, in there's because there are no cars left because all of us do all that thing. So you're trying to get her like a thinking of you card, right? And they'd write Happy Valentine's Day exactly. in it or something like that. If yeah. it doesn't say Happy Valentine's yeah. Day on yeah. it, it was purchased today. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> if it just uh, says I love you uh, and Happy Valentine's Day is written, or, or, that was a last minute or like purchase. a sympathy card, sorry for your loss <laughs> or something like that. Just cross it just out. Just cross it out or something like that. Actually, yeah. Happy Valentine's yeah, Day. Yeah, man. But yeah, man, y'all have fun. Have you get your sexy on and all that other good stuff, man? Yeah, exactly. That's what it is. Uh, that that's courtesy of the the sexiest three hours in sports yeah, radio. Man. You bring the candy, we'll bring Andy and Randy. You damn right. We got it for you. Yeah, so make sure you do something special. I know that I don't, we don't go out to dinner because every place is booked. Yeah, we're not going to do it. Everything like that, man. So, you know, <laughs> just like, you know, just sit back. All we do is facilitate daycare Valentine's parties. That's right. what we do. Right. So when I took her to daycare this morning, she had to bring the 17 Valentines that she made for all of her classmates and yep. teachers. Yep. She had to bring her box that we decorated for all of her Valentines to go in. Yep. She had to bring all the stuff that we signed up to help bring for the Valentine's Day party that they had. Yep. And she had to wear her full head-to-toe Valentine's Day yeah, outfit, it's, which it's, is awesome. It's all, it's all okay, great. Okay, don't, don't, don't mistake that f- as me complaining about any of it because it's all really, really cute and really cool. But I went in that classroom and dropped her off. 
they had enough stuff. Like, mm-hmm. they had enough supplies. They're the reasons why that whatever store you went to the other day mm-hmm. was cleaned out. Because they had enough supplies in that daycare to have 20 Valentine's Day parties. Yeah. I, it's crazy because I sent y'all the picture because my wife waited to the last minute to go get the stuff for Samson's class, and there was nothing. And so she had to find some cars, so they made the things last night. It was then, all at my daughter's daycare. Yeah, and, and, and today is uh, the last day before uh, break or whatever it is coming up, so the lady's last day. And so it was pajama day. And I was like, cool. So he had some cool pajama Love pants with a T-shirt. But for those things, like they have hat day and all of that, you got to pay a dollar. You got to, got, they got to bring a dollar to school. And I always forget. We were in the car. He said, Daddy, I got, uh, I need a dollar. Cool. Had it in my pocket and forgot to give it to him. So my wife texted me just said, could you go um, take the dollar up there after work? I'm like, for what? I don't want them to think we poor. I was like, what? Because I, I, I always forget to give him that damn dollar. Right. Yeah. And so I'm like, you really think it's like three of them this year? You think they're going to think we bought because I didn't bring $3? I mean, seriously? So you would take all $3 up there right, and make sure that we straight with the school. That's awesome. Where they put out, what you do? So you put them out of school? You're going to make them change his pants? No, no, no. They're not going to make him do Dude. anything. There's just going to be a stigma. They're going to think. I was like, that's a dollar. I think they know. Whatever. You know what man. I mean? I think what, they know whatever, you're not. Whatever, man. But yeah, it's going to be sex. Like, <laughs> We don't, we don't go out. I like to. No offense, but like, remember when we when we were kids yeah. and we were yes. like, you could tell who was and wasn't yeah, poor. Exactly. <laughs> I was like, come on, man. But yeah, so it's exciting. You know, got, got the, did the roses and everything this morning. Mm. Nice car. Nice. Oh, card. Oh, so you know what's coming you know later. What's yeah, I'm gonna make a nice dinner, Andy. Get some candles, put on her drawers, and just you know, model and all that other. The drawers with her face on her, Andy. Right. Got, got get your mind out the good pervert. Uh, sure. Well, no, I mean, damn pervert. pervert. I just, I thought, because I thought, I think I missed a couple things yesterday. Ain't no damn freak. All right. I mean, not like that. I don't, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. I just the, was the like, draws with her face on. Got it. Okay. Yes, sure. yes. I just thought, I was like, that's a lot of, like, cool, man. Whatever. No. Like, if that's what <laughs> no. you're into, that's no, great. That's I just wouldn't I have imagined too. that that would have been something that you were both into and going to say on the radio, was all I was saying. You know whatever, what I, man. In the comfort of your own bedroom, the privacy of your own bedroom, you and your consenting uh, partner, do whatever you want. You know, whatever, whatever gets y'all going, go for it. Draw. Okay. <laughs> I'm saying, not you, everybody. I'm saying, like, there's. There's stuff out there that our listeners do mm-hmm. with their significant others right. that you wouldn't want to know about. I, I, I agree with that. But I'm happy they're doing it because I mean, they're happy. Yeah, okay. That's all I want. I just want two happy, married people living together, whatever it takes. Okay. As long as it's legal and there's not too many, like, small rodents involved or anything. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the freak keep the marriage going. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You know? Exactly. You got the, the honeymoon years where everything's going to be great. And then you just got to stay freaky. You got to. Two Fre- freaks can stay married forever. Freaky keep it. Freaky equals years. Exactly. You know what I mean? Decades. Exactly. Man. You, know, you can't spell years without freaky. But you better not believe believe, Close. believe the, uh, the, them, them beautiful couples have been married 50 years. I think that is true, yeah, He keeps his hands off. He can't keep his hands off of them. Can't keep his hands off yeah, exactly. of them, man. So that's how it's supposed to be. But yeah, happy Valentine's Day to everybody out there. And make sure, you know, if for the ones that are celebrating tomorrow, you know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> happy Valentine's Day. It's to you probably too. just because the schedules. Yeah. It has probably, you're yeah. probably not the side chick. Yeah. You know, you're not. Yeah. Just tell yourself you're not, and you're not. That's all. As long as you don't believe it. You you are the story that you tell yourself. You know what I mean? <laughs> you you are, Whatever it is that you convince yourself, perception is reality it when is. it comes to this. You it might is. be celebrating Valentine's Day on the 15th. 
just because it was busy at work. It, you know, it, it does happen. It does happen. Yep, it, it happens occasionally. It does happen. Anyway, happy Valentine's Day to everybody out there. We're uh, we're happy that you're with us. Hopefully, everything goes well for you. Thanks to everybody who reached out to me yesterday as well. Uh, little guy was a little bit under the weather. Uh, very high fever. Yep. Kids are able to get really high fever, like way higher fevers than we get. And they're still okay, right. but that'll freak you out. Like it you does. go to the doctor, and they're like, "Yeah, he's got 103 and a half fever." Like, oh yeah. my god! <laughs> oh my damn! Like, oh no, it's, it's just we're going to give him some Motrin, and everything's going to be okay. I think honestly, what it was because they tested him for everything at the doctor. Right. He didn't have COVID or the flu or anything like that. I think he's just got some of the big teeth coming in, mm-hmm. like instead of the little ones in the front. I think some of the big ones. And I, don't know, I was talking to my mom last night. She said when I was his age, like the big ones would get me in a situation like that with a high fever, and right. so. I think he's just teething. Okay. I well, think it's just aggressive teeth. I hope so, because he was six inches from my face for the last 24 hours. Because mm-hmm. if he has anything, I have, it. It. <laughs> I have it too. Except teething, because all my teeth have already come yeah. in. So hopefully it's just teething. Otherwise, I'm definitely sick also. Um, hey, pitchers and catchers yeah. reporting today. Woo! Well, Jay, look, man, it's a, cer- it's a ceremonial thing, all I right? Know, I know, man. I just, woo! I, I, I sense I sense some sarcasm in that. Oh, I did that for both. Okay, yeah, that was it. But um, yeah, I mean, it's like uh, you know, <laughs> people showing up to training camp. It's club man, man. Whatever. Yeah, it's yeah. Club man. I saw. What it is. I saw. Uh, I saw. Uh, Michael Harris was there. He yeah, showed I mean, up. Everybody showed. What, what he wasn't going to show up? He was not a pitcher or a catcher. Well, there. I saw Matt Olson get there. Yeah. All of them are there. I, I mean, like they're showing up early, Randy. Yeah, yeah, they're committed. It's committed. That's they're committed that to twenty twenty four. But uh, yeah, I mean it's uh it's a new year, uh, and it's uh, you know there's some 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 uh, significant changes, especially on the co- on the on the staff as far as the the, the managing coaches and everything like that. Obviously, we'll talk to Grant to get us, uh, you know, a little um, a little bit of what's going on because like you said, it's the first day they've gotten down there. Yeah, I mean, look, honestly, you know, we've talked about the stuff that's happened in the off season, but we haven't gone too deep into right. it, and we haven't talked to Grant since the Braves got, I think, knocked out of the playoffs. Right. Pretty or yeah, yeah, pretty much. So. Really, the conversation with Grant today, to me, isn't so much, hey, pitchers and catchers show up. What's that like? Mm. It's, it's let's talk about pitching mound and a catcher, just like you've been doing your whole life. Let's talk about all the stuff that's happened from the last time they played till today. Right. Because you're right. Like, in terms of the significant offseason stuff, it's coaches. Yep. I mean, it, it's it's Ron Washington and, and stuff like that. Like, they made some roster changes. They didn't have to make that many roster changes. Right. They won 105 games last year. Um, but, yeah, like – that's a big deal. Yeah, it's a big deal not having some of those coaches. I agree, I agree with you, and, and I think a lot of it, uh, and we could talk about why specifically. It's always this time of year too, when you, you know you deal with the fundamentals, how he works with the infield kids and everything like that. And we know what he does before the pregame and all that stuff before they get they play, but just that kind of stuff and everything like that. And uh, I know Ozzy was talking a little bit about it because you know this is his first damn you know, spring training without him, you know. And so, uh, but, yeah, I mean, I, that, that not having Wash is not going to derail this team. We nope. know that. But at nope. the same time, it's not going to be, you know, the scoring runs is fun. But he was just so fun with it. You yeah. know what I mean? Just that that was always a fun thing it's, about Wash. It's, it's Matt Tuiasasopo over there at third base, yeah. there, right? Like, you got a lot. You got a big shoulders to. Exactly. You got big shoulders to fill yeah. over there, man. Well, he won't be getting a bobblehead, you know, this year. Yeah, not this year. Yeah, not this year. Maybe next year he'll get a bobblehead and everything. Yeah, but I'm excited. You know how beloved as a third base coach you have to be to yes. get a bobblehead? Yes. And that's what Wash is. <laughs> Nobody man. gets a bobblehead and, as and a third that, base that's coach. That's what Wash But I'm excited about this year. You know, obviously they're going to be one of the better baseball teams. Uh, in the bigs, and you know, I know all the the talk and hype is uh, out there in L.A. Rightfully so. I mean, you signed damn Shohei Tani to sure. put him with all them dudes and some other pitchers and everything. But yeah, I don't see this team as taking a, a second to anybody. No, to no. anybody. The, the only thing that sucks about it is like, I, I yeah, that's absolutely right. Yeah. They're going to be awesome. They're going to win a ton of games. Yep. 
But it all kind of comes down to, okay, you know they're going to do that. Yeah. They're going to go to the playoffs. Yep. They're going to win 100 games. Yep. <laughs> we have to enjoy that and talk about that and analyze that and all of that with a very like clear eye on, okay, but when it gets to that seven-game series in October, how are you going to do it? Yep. You know what I mean? Because yep. that's what it is. And I want the Philly Just fast right it, now. Yeah, man. On, like, on Valentine's Day. You want some, you want some Bring get on back. Philly. You know they can win 105 games in the regular yeah. season. Can they win four? Bring on Philly. <laughs> in, in a playoff series? Get, get back. I don't know. Got to get those guys. It don't want to be right. Point. No, it won't be right. I don't care who they play. I don't care who they play. Get yeah. some, get some beat them. <laughs> Just win some playoff games. But you know what? You got to have spring training before you can do any of that. Pitchers and catchers report today. We'll come back. We'll get to uh, what's trending here to kick off the show. Thanks for being with us. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Ladies and gentlemen. Time now for What's Trending. A look at the top trending headlines of the day. Oh, my God. Brought to you by Reliable Heating and Air. Is your heating and cooling system aging? Reliable's got you covered for just $29.99 a month. No deductibles or service fees, just coverage. Call to find out more. Yeah, the culture in Atlanta is, is, I don't know, probably a big part of who I am and I guess how I was raised and how I go about the way I, uh, I guess, play and just my everyday life. So it's, it's a huge, it's a huge... I guess part of me and it kind of gives me more drive every day and it's a big part of i guess how we have so much fun and, and we still can win at the same time and it just I feel like it just makes us better as a, as a team and uh i guess keeps us loose and be able to to play without a lot of pressure on us stockbridge michael harris right there getting ready for uh Getting ready for the baseball season atlanta braves pitchers and catchers report today i saw think? a video of michael where, harris walking into spring where, training today as well they hit him this year Good question. Um, second? You think it's okay. I'm just curious. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, obviously, you know who's leading off. Right. You want to get to Olsen and and uh, and Austin, three and four in some order, I would think, unless Olsen had batted second a lot of the year last year at mm-hmm. times, too. Um, but you got to have him in the top of the lineup. Okay. Like, I loved having him at the bottom for part of the year last year, and it made sense, but, like, he's too good. Don't you think? I agree. I'd I, put, I, I, I put Kellenick at nine. Put him at the back of the line. Yeah, I'm thinking that's where because it's not going to be any pressure for him and yeah. everything like that. But then when we say there's no pressure, would it be pressure because of how successful they were with Michael hitting nine? I don't think so. You don't think I, so? No, right. I mean, unless you if people want to compare them, but right. like just the general expectation of what you're getting. Remember, because last year we had this stat so many different times is like the Braves are getting more production from seven, eight, nine yes. than most teams get from one, two, three. Right. You know, mm-hmm. like so it was, it's just sort of uncommon how deep the Braves lineup can be right. when you have a guy. But I think Kellenick's really good. Like, I think putting him down there at nine mm-hmm. would be a good idea for him. Right. Just like you said, take some of the pressure off a little bit. But then if he is going well, like having Harris set the table for Acuna last year so repeatedly was ridiculous. Right. And then you kind of flip it over and get to all those other guys. Like, you, you get to a point where when Harris was going as good as he was, obviously Acuna was the, the MVP. Olsen could have been the MVP any other year if it wasn't for, right. for Mookie and Acuna. Right. Um, Austin Riley's second half was unbelievable. Was, like, you get on down that lineup, like, you got seven or eight straight guys where it's just a nightmare right. for the pitcher. I don't see it being any different, okay. really, this year. I'm just curious. I'm just curious. I thought about that uh, this morning when I was thinking about, you know, the, the report and everything. I, was like, I wonder if Michael's going to go to two and you move Ozzy to six. <sighs> yeah, or move, five. Five. Would you? I would want Azuna back at five, right? Azuna at five, yeah. And then Ozzy at six. Yeah, Ozzy at six. Yeah, just, or, or like kind of play it by ear. Yeah, whoever's hot. Right. If it's a what a left-handed pitcher, mm-hmm. 
Then Ozzy's batting right-handed. Yes. Then I bat him five. Right, 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 right. It just switch. And it's Ozzy's like a that. 340 career right-handed, basically. Yeah. He's still pretty damn good left-handed, too, but yeah. he's really, really good. Really right-handed. good. But Ozuna's also really good against left-handed pitching, too. So, um, yeah, these are all good things. They got, they got good uh, – I won't call them good problems because they're not problems, but these are all good solutions that the Braves have from a lineup standpoint. Which is why the Braves are going to be awesome. They're going to be great. Was their over under like ninety eight uh, or something like that? I don't know, but I know they're going to be they're going to be good, and we know this. It's just all about the postseason. We got so far to go. I know we can't do that. We can't do we that. We can't do that because, because it's, then nothing matters the exactly, whole time. Exactly. And it's Valentine's Day, and the postseason doesn't start till October. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, we'll, we'll just uh, we'll, we'll take what we'll, we'll take. One hundred and one point five is their Vegas over under. Wow. What a joke. Like, that's insane. That has to be. No, where's the Dodgers at, Abe? That is. Because <laughs> they're a, a 1-0. I, I know people know this, but, like, I'm just going to say it again. Coming from somewhere where that just isn't a reality. You know how special it is to root for a baseball team like this? Yep. That the expectation is that? Yep. Is 101? Like, Man, like it, said, the Dodgers are one zero three five. Cool, yeah. they're good too. Yeah, really good too. Very good team. Um, but yeah, like just don't get numb to it. It's so special right. to have a team this good and to get to root for them every single year. And they're right in the middle of it. They're not going anywhere. This is what we said four years ago when when they were kind of putting all this together and getting all these long term contracts. Is this is what they're building for? Like this team's going to be around for a long time. Uh, what are the odds of somebody getting another contract? Like, get another Alex Anthopoulos. Who would it be, though? That's what I'm saying. Who would because it be? Freed's not doing it. No, no, no. no Freed's not doing no. it. Freed's going to free agency yes. and probably going somewhere yeah. else. So enjoy Freed yeah, for, for exactly. one last year like, as well. Who, who would be that guy? A.J. Smith-Shaver, yeah, somebody saw, like that. Somebody like that. Elder. They, Bryce Elder makes another that, all-star and, game and or something. Well, and he gets Alex Anthopoulos. Yeah. They're like, how about you sign a 47-year contract for, yeah, for $47 million. $18 million. Yeah. Great. Yeah. I don't have to go to arbitration. Yeah, that's why they like that. We'll find a, find a way to get it done. Is it bad if I say I hope that happens? Like, I, I mean, like so, that Alex Anthopoulos gets these I mean, guys that, to I mean, sign these contracts. But it also means somebody's balling. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's right. what that means. That means somebody's balling. It means somebody played well, and it means Alex Anthopoulos performed a magic trick. Right. I want that to happen. All right. It's worked for the Braves thus far. You know what I mean? I know exactly <laughs> what you mean. I'm just like, hmm, who, uh, who's going to be that guy? Yeah. I mean, it happened twice, two years well, ago. Or they tear up Ronald Acuna's contract or something. That also would be yeah, cool. That also would be Ronald really Ronald fun if that were Ronald to happen. Ronald contract. Be like, uh, you know what? You know what? You're worth a lot. Yeah. Let's give it all to you. Yeah. Anyway, pitchers and catchers report today. We'll have Grant McCauley on later in the show. We'll talk the whole offseason. Obviously, Chris Sale is going to be a really interesting player to watch early in the year, spring training and early in the year. Good. Yeah, yeah okay. I think he'll be good. Okay. Yeah. Um. So we'll get Grant in here and, and see what he thinks in the one o'clock hour. Let's hear from Jeff Saturday talking about. I knew like we're s- still so far away from any of this stuff happening that like the crazy stuff hasn't started to get spouted out yet. But we have gotten here now with Justin Fields and Caleb Williams. So here's Jeff Saturday. And listen, I understand what everybody thinks. Caleb Williams is the next greatest quarterback. He's C.J. Stroud or he's Patrick Mahomes. The reality is it's an inexact science. And if you know what you have in Justin Fields, you know you potentially could have a lame duck coach. If you're the organization and you have watched what happened to Mitchell Trubisky, you have watched what has happened to Justin Fields at this point, why would you go draft the first pick in the draft? Throw him into a very similar, if not exact, situation and expect a different result. I was uh, I was watching when when, when uh, or listening when Jeff said that, and I was like, "Ain't no way." I said this yesterday. They said, "There's no way in the hell they're gonna do that." <laughs> and then I woke up this morning. And I was like, 
he does have a point. His point is the reason. The reasoning behind his point is because of the coach situation. Okay. And having the lame duck coach with a young quarterback having to put him in that fire. But my only suggestion would be then you go get a. We said this guy, a guy like Gardner Minshew or somebody like that. You know, one of those guys who doesn't uh, – the expectation isn't for him to be the long-term starter here. That's not what Justin feels like. Justin is like, no, 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 no. And then if, say, Justin struggles, you got to deal with put, putting Caleb in and all those other different things. So, well, the other thing is they need other pieces. Yes. And either Caleb Williams or Justin Fields is going to facilitate other pieces. Yes. Like, you're going to trade yes. one of those guys. Yes. Obviously, Caleb Williams would be for a massive haul of yes. first-round draft picks in the future and all that kind of stuff. I don't know that that's what they're thinking right now. Um, I think they're thinking get the quarterback and see what you can get for Justin Fields, and those draft picks are this year. Right. And and you try to build around him. Like, you try to put but, – but, 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 but what do we – we talked about, you know, because they still need par- parts and pieces and all those different things, they might be on a struggle bus again with the rookie quarterback. They and might. And then Iberflus is gone, and now you got to do all this all over again with Caleb and everything like that. But, yeah, I mean, the thing with Justin is it's more competition if the Falcons want to get him as far as guys. Oh, yeah, people want him. People want him. And so it's not as not as, as cut dry as I thought it would be as, as far as Justin's best path is here. Pittsburgh's a good path for him. Sure. New England's a good path yeah. for him. So yeah, yeah. I think it's all about where, you know, where he wants to go and what, what team is going to uh, maybe give the Bears more than the other. Exactly. That's why the Bears are in a great spot. Yeah. They have the opportunity, and there's no rush. Like, you don't have to do it when free agency opens. You can, but you don't have to. You can wait till the night of the draft if you want to. I don't think they will, but they could. Like, they're they're in the catbird seat. They either get to keep the guy and trade the number one pick or draft the number one pick and trade the guy to whoever gives them the most. The two things that are not going to happen, and we haven't gotten to the craziest one yet, but that one right there, they're not going to keep them both. Like, Justin Fields and Caleb Williams aren't going to be on the Bears roster when the season opens next year. I understand where he's going with give yourself a backup plan or give him some sort of ability to whatever. They're not going to do that. They need other pieces. We haven't gotten here yet, but there will be someone who says, I don't think they should keep either of them. Trade Justin Fields and Caleb Williams. Get all the draft picks. Then, they don't want either one of them. Right. I don't know. Is there? Do you have to have a logical answer at the end of that no. thought? Someone will have that hot no. take by the time we get to – because there's just so much time. Yeah. Like There's too much time for people to be rational. You have to start being irrational. So I said it first. When you hear, I don't know, Mad Dog Russo or someone right. say so – you So you're saying that you trade Justin and the number one pick? Trade Justin Fields okay. and, and the number one okay. pick. Okay. And draft J.J. McCarthy. Yes. Because, I mean, his his tape's good. I don't know. His tape's good. Someone's going to say something dumber than that, though. His tape is we good. We should try to think of the dumbest thing you can think of and then see if someone says something dumber yeah. leading into the draft. Yeah, but yeah. Because someone will. His tape's good. Tape's good. His tape's good. Yeah, I yeah. saw a stat today that said he had the highest completion percentage on uh, scrambles no, of any of the. Yeah, I did. Oh, yeah. Really? 71% on oh. scrambles. I mean, well, <laughs> um, okay. How many scrambles How did many he scrambles have? Did he have, were, were, were they bootlegs was, when, he was, when he was running and then throwing? There was one it. game where they just ran the ball 26 straight times to win the game because they didn't want him to throw it. Yeah. It was a big game against Penn State. Um, but, all right. Yeah. J.J. McCarthy. The J.J. McCarthy because momentum who's, who, who's, uh, who is probably – Is and will continue to build. He's, I think he is that quarterback of this group that everybody's talking about like that. Like, yeah. Because I don't think it's Bo Nix. I don't think it's Phoenix. No, too old. I don't think it's – I think it's J.J. McCarthy. Yep. One reason, because Jim Harbaugh in, endorsed it mm-hmm. as far as that right there, and people listen to him as a football man. But, yeah, I, I can see J.J. being He's going to be the story. Zach Wilson yes. of the draft. Yes, He's going to get someone that. fired. I can see that. 
Yeah. I can I can see that. That's what I think. Hey, the Hawks have their final game tonight before the All Star break. Uh, the Charlotte Hornets, who are so bad that their coach publicly said the reason we're not winning yes. is because our roster isn't. What, what did he say? We're under talented. We're under talented. Which is coach speak for we, we suck. suck. <laughs> and then they traded more guys, so they're even worse than they were. And now you're gonna think like, uh, well. You know, it was all-star break. Guys are looking ahead. Guys are looking to get some time off. The energy wasn't there. All that other bull crap. If the Hawks get beat by 40 tonight. Well, here's what I know. Every year, the last handful of years, the Hawks have had one game against Charlotte where they give up like 137 points or yes. something like that. They haven't done it yet. <laughs> they gave up 130 million, whatever it was the other night, to Chicago, who doesn't score. Right. Um, so they're capable of it. I don't know. Over-unders, 238 and a half tonight. Uh, feels like an over. Feels like an over. It does. Feels like it, an over. It, it feels to like me. over because of not just Char- not because of the Hawks in Charlotte, but meaning around the league. Everybody, this game is usually that one. This is a get to the vacation yeah, this, game. This is usually that game. Two thirty eight and a half feels like a layup line. That's one. That's like one twenty five. One. I mean, come on, we can do that. Oh well, yeah, they give up one thirty six. <laughs> they might get to two thirty eight by the end of this third quarter. Yeah, fire on that one. Anyway, Hawks fire basketball. on the over. Fire on the over. Let's hear from um, a couple of different folks on the future of Trey Young. It's interesting timing for all this in the first place. Like, that's what I don't understand is, like, (laughs) trade deadline just passed. Like, why now? What are we doing? Why are we going to talk about trading Trey? You can't. literally can't until the summertime. Uh Is it – you have a thought? Maybe they have a, another like transfer owner like soccer. Oh, is it going to be yeah. a transfer portal? Yeah, maybe they have a- Open up in June? <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. We'll get to that next on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Back to more Andy and Randy. Andy and Randy. Yeah! On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Ooh. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Midday show with Andy and Randy with you here on a hump day. Valentine's Day. Hopefully that's not news to you. Yes. Well, I guess if it is, <laughs> if you're single, who, who gives a damn? Yeah. Don't feel bad, by the way. That's the thing about it. There's all this pressure to make single people feel like pressure alienated or something like that on Valentine's yeah, Day. Yeah, like, like, do you. Yeah, don't get married. Just do don't you. get kids. Don't buy no house if you don't want to. Don't, yeah. don't let them. That, because the thing about it, the people who are pressuring you to do it ain't going to take care of them kids and ain't going to pay for that house. So, or yeah. any, yeah, any yeah. of it. Yeah. They're not so, going yeah. to so, yeah. pay for counseling when the relationship exactly. doesn't work out. Exactly. Not, you can't stay there when you're in the doghouse. Yeah, man. Stay single as long as, stay single, kidless, and homeless as long as you want to. Well, not homeless. To. I'm talking about um, home ownership. Yeah, as long as, you, as long as you want to. Stay in the streets as long as you'd like to stay in the streets. How okay. Long, how, well, you know what? There is no age limit on them streets. No. I, 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 I firmly believe that. You know, I would have thought, like, when I was in my 30s, like, it's about time to wrap up the street, the street walking. But, I mean, as long as you're still out there having a good time. It's all up to the individual. Yes. Right? Like, for me, it very clearly, because, you know what? All right. Enough. I'm time to, you know. <laughs> uh, the, the thing that's interesting now is you see a lot of folks that – we're out of the game for a long time. Mm-hmm. Back in it. Back in it because yeah. divorce. And it's a different. And then they, you saw a lot of them at the Super Bowl yeah. um, it, doing interviews. It's different. Jeans with holes in it and, like, really tight shirts. Yeah. But, like, because there's, like, there, right, there's a certain, like, dress code that should go with age. That's just my, that's my thought process on it. A certain dress code to go with age. All right? I'm not going to say it because I don't want nobody who's who's that, that who's in the 40s dressed like in his 20s. What you talking about? I don't want to. Do, I'm not going to go there. All right, but yeah, it, it, like a good example is is our engineer Eric. Like yes, he's a little he's a little old to dress yes. how he dresses. Yes, but yes. he's also a DJ, so yeah. maybe that's maybe, the costume. He's hip. 
He's 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 a hip dresser. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's what I, I mean. Getting back in them streets after you've been off them streets it, in today's thing has got to be like a shock. Got to be because you know there's a brother out there that's dancing hard as hell <laughs> on the dance floor. You know, but like they don't even like, do like, that. Like, that's what I'm saying. But he don't know that he's been out the right. game so long. That you know that he think that he's supposed to be up under up, up on some girl, you know, and, and, and doing his thing behind right. her, and they don't do that. The ladies all be in a circle dance, woo, go girl, and the fellas be over there looking. Right. You what you have to do now yes. is just, just like take selfies. Yes. Yes. Like buy bottle service yes. and just take selfies. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know when, when. How are you supposed to prove any of your skills? I don't know. There aren't any there, skills. There aren't, but that's the thing about like it. Just like looking yeah. cool. Like when this is the skill now, just kind of Yeah, that, that like look. That. And then telling your boy to take a picture while you look off like you like you glaring into the light of something. Did hey, someone refer to, because, uh, again, I was out yesterday. Thanks, everybody, who reached out. And uh, Jack's doing good, so we're, we're solid. Um, but I saw some, you know, you get Twitter notifications. Mm-hmm. And just every once in a while I was checking in. It's like, oh, all right. Was I referred to as a wife? Well, this is the issue that I had. Am I uh, someone's wife? No, no. Tell my, okay, a brought up the question about work, what a work wife is. In my household, in my vocabulary, as being a married man, I don't associate anything with wife other than Donna McMichael. Right. Okay? Yeah. And so I asked Carl and Mike in this, and they said, yeah, we're, we're each other's work wife. Well, I said, well, Buck ain't my work wife. It's my brother. I love him, but I would never call you my work wife. Thank you. Okay? Thank this, you. This is not how I Yeah, roll. I don't want you to call me that. And then it came to a thing where your wife having a work husband. And I was like, hell no. Mm-mm, I don't want no, that I don't either. want that either. No. You know, but then people were trying to explain to me what a work, work wife was and all that. And I just said, that sounds like divorce to me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because the explanation is what you're saying it is as far as we going out to lunch. I might have to get her a gift or I confide in her. That sounds like, that just sounds like it ain't going to end well. You know, and that's all it was. Oh, okay, but we are definitely not work nothing. I'm partners. Yeah, like we work it. together. Yes, but work wife. No, you're not. My, I don't. I don't look at you like that. No. Yes. I certainly wouldn't describe <laughs> yeah, you like I that. Would, yeah. So yeah. I wouldn't say husband either. Yeah, I would so, just, now. Yeah. I guess there are so like you know we have a contract. So that's kind of like a marriage. Like marriages have contracts. We, and we have yeah, a contract. We do, but that's still that's still different. I love you. I do. But, I love you too. But, but differently. But that's what I'm saying. So that's why you know when Abe was uh, yeah I was yeah, like, yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. What okay. The hell is a work wife? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a side piece when they describe to work me what wife. it is. But you don't really confide in your side chick because she can always bring that back to to, to you know you keep her. You don't even tell your last name <laughs> until you know like the like you know. <laughs> Speaking from experience. Speaking from experience. Uh, yeah, speaking from experience. Okay, so yeah, so we're not married no. in that way. We're not no. wives. No. Okay. No. Even like, although, like, at least husbands. No. You know what I mean? No. I don't want to be that either, but like, no. at least, I don't know, like, I don't want to be a wife. No. I don't want to be anybody's wife. <laughs> Being somebody. <laughs> I'm my wife's husband. Exactly. But yeah, you talk about Andy, like, they were trying to describe it like, Andy's not no, like, saying you my work wife is like, uh, it, it kind of, like, on the tier, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, right. You, yeah, you get the top bunk. Yeah, right. Yeah, like, you get the top I'm saying, bunk like, the and only, wash my drawers exactly. and get my it's breakfast exactly for where, me. And none of that has happened. You know, by the way. Get, get, get my commissary. Right. Yeah, that's what it, that's prison what it, yeah. is. What you're talking yeah, about? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And when when someone said, when I thought of okay, in, is there ever a life situation where I would be someone's wife? Yeah. I was like, not as a free man. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like that's my thing. When I'm talking about, well, yeah, like <laughs> I'm on the top bunk. Right. You know, clipping this, t- clipping my toe. No. And if it gets to that point, like I guess. I, you know, who knows? Like I've said it many times. I'll probably say it many more times. I would not do well in there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm made to walk free. 
I like to hike. <laughs> yeah, dog. You can hike the tier. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I don't want to do that. I don't yeah. want to hike any That's of that all stuff. I'm just telling you. All right, so I also saw you tweet this yesterday, and then I saw the, I heard the audio of it this morning. I have a question about the timing of all of this in general yeah. regarding Trey Young because I don't know what's new, really. I guess it's a, more time has gone by where people have formulated some of these thought processes. Seeing Mark Stein and, and some other NBA folks talking about there may be a market developing for Trey. They know the trade deadline happened last week, right? right. Uh-huh. The next time they would be able to do this would be July. So and maybe they want to sort of build the momentum from now until then. Maybe that's how it works, and maybe that's what other you know front office people are doing with this. I know that's how it happens sometimes with you know you put these things out there publicly and then they become true. The, the Dukes and Bell had their Odyssey NBA uh, insider Nick Friedel on yesterday, and he said this about Trey. When I look at this Hawks team, I look at a team that – just not close to being where they need to be. And I have no doubt that this is a topic of conversation down there in Atlanta all the time. But as I watch the Hawks, it wouldn't surprise me at all if they ended up moving Trey Young uh, at, at some point here in the near future this summer or, or in the next year because you're just not going to win when he is your number one guy. Interesting. Yeah. So that was again. That was that was for Nick yesterday on with Dukes and Bell, just kind of talking about the lay of the land and where some of these rumors are coming from. I guess you know if you just kind of walk through the timeline of the year in the last couple of years, it just hasn't gotten better. So mm-hmm. I guess that's the last thing, right? Like you tried to trade this guy, you brought this guy in. Maybe they were going to trade Dejounte. There wasn't a market for him. We talked about it last week. There's really there's two things you can do in order to get where you want to go. Mm-hmm. One of them is convince a big time superstar to come here and team up with you. Is he on All Star Weekend? Maybe he can go out there and recruit. <laughs> Maybe now it seems like things are starting to get shaky in Milwaukee. Yes, they can't beat anybody. And Giannis and Dame are going to be unhappy about this at some point. So I don't know. Maybe you can do something with that, or you tear the entire thing down. And that's what that would be like. Right. Uh, the, the building around no man. If you're trading Trey Young, oh, it's over. You're you're yeah. that's rubble. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're doing rebuild again. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was it was it was crazy because you know first of all I was like, is he does he know he on the air in Atlanta the way he was talking and everything like that and so I mean, it's going to be difficult because if anything shows me about who's running the team now as far as the front office people, they ain't gonna get it right. No. Yeah. So no, you, know, no, no. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I, either either path they choose, yeah. I don't expect them to get it right. Exactly. And, and I so, actually think they'll go a different path, and, which is just kind of stand pat and, and hope. Yeah, and so I don't I don't really know where you go from here and everything. But I mean Trey has his deficiencies, but he also is what the NBA is. He gets buckets and he assists on buckets and everything like that. And I, and I'm 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 trying to wrap my head around if they're not this good because he's not the best defender. You know what I mean? Like, because he's not an all-NBA type defender, because he's a smaller player, is that why they're this bad? I don't think that's the reason, the biggest reason why they're bad. I think collectively they're just a horrible defensive team. Yeah, it's a bad roster. It's a bad roster. (laughs) It's a poorly constructed roster. Yeah. Especially defensively. And so that's how I, that's how I view it and everything like that. And they're in a tough spot though, th- but they like, are now. They put themselves in this because spot, the thing about it is but they're in a tough spot. We, the front as, office, as we had Mike, uh, we had Conte on yesterday, and he made the great point about you know because you can trade max contracts are traded all the time. They're traded every year. Max contract players are traded. It's just his max contract is one of those ones where it could be like a Russell Westbrook effect where. You know, teams don't want to take it on. You know, and so what, how is how would that go about if you talk about moving Trey? I don't think they are or are going to move Trey. Uh, I think it'd be him wanting to move. I think it'd be him like you know. Yes, if that if it were ever to come to yeah. that, that's what 
I would assume. I would assume that. I I don't see this front office getting together. Yeah. Landry Fields, Kyle Korver, wrestler, the others. Right. Closing the door and being like, you know what the best path for us to do is? Is to trade Trey. Yeah. I just don't see that. I see. Because they want people to go to the games. Right. (laughs) Like, I mean, it's right. Like, that's a part of it. 100%. You got to, you got to be a little bit, but again, you're not good. You want to be good too, yeah. right? But the thing about it like, is, in what, fact, you're bad. Okay, tell me this. What, we got. Uh, then we got to go. What's the what process do you think will get this team more competitive, faster? Going to find some people to play around Trey or get rid of Trey and start over? The best path to a championship would be starting over. Okay, but it would take a really long time. Exactly. And there's also no guarantee. Right. But I mean. You've tried to build around him, and mm-hmm. this is what they exactly. this is what they came up with. This is the best this front office could do. Like, this is it. Yep. This is your group. Yep. Okay. Roll it out there. One, two, three, play in. Excellent. This hour brought to you by Mark Spain Real Estate. Go to MarkSpain.com, get a guaranteed offer on your home today and start packing. We'll get to an NFL no huddle coming up next. Sports Radio 929 the game. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. My name is Cupid Valentino, the modern day Cupid, and I just want to say one thing, happy Valentine's Day. (laughs) Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, midday show with Andy and Randy with you here on Valentine's Day, hump day, noon, halfway to the weekend, congratulations this hour, brought to you by Mark Spain Real Estate, go to MarkSpain.com, get a guaranteed offer on your home today and start packing. To an NFL no huddle in just a couple of minutes. Pitchers and catchers report today for the Braves and all of Major League Baseball, but for the Braves for our purpose, we'll talk to Grant in the 1 o'clock hour uh, about the upcoming Braves season and the uh, the off season that was. We'll get to the back page with Bo coming up at 1240 as well. Another damn parade, huh? Yeah. They're getting used to those, <laughs> getting in, used Kansas to those City. in Kansas City. Everybody does the route and everything yep. by now, man. Oh, we'd love to have one of those down the, down the street right in front of us. Sure would. Yeah, it's going it's to be great. They're going to have one eventually. They're going to have one. They are the Falcons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Falcons yep. have someday. One. The Falcons have one someday. Yeah, but I'm just like, yeah, it's another one. Golf uh, with with ski glasses and beer and Bud Light and Travis Kelsey screaming. Yeah, whatever the crowd throws you, you know, yeah. it's such a trusting maneuver. Somebody throws you a bottle or who, something and you chug it. Who caught that? Wasn't it Marshawn? <laughs> oh, 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 here. Wasn't it Ozzy that caught the beer from from somebody? I don't, Remember who it was, but it was awesome. You remember, yeah, somebody because somebody threw the caught beer it, and caught it. it and now, right if you're there opening there. it, okay, but yeah. like sometimes you see people hand you up a bottle, yeah, and it's like, all right, I'm trusting you, yeah, man. I'm assuming this really is fireball. Did you see the all right, good, you talking about Marshawn? Did you see him in the casino? Uh-uh. Oh, god, like Marshawn is the I love Marshawn, he's real, 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 but like he was like going at the 49er fans <laughs> and everything in the casino with the microphone. Pretty, it was so Marshawn. Yeah. No, like, I don't know so how many people have ever found a more perfect post-career lane yeah. than Marshawn has. Nobody. Because, like, you know, every, obviously you want to have him as a part of um, the, the, the sports media, if that's what you call kind of what he is. But, like, 
you're not going to put him in a booth. No. You know what I mean? That's, exactly. not, that's not like the best fit for no, him. No. They don't want to do a pregame with him. They yeah. just like send him out there. It's like, are you go out there yeah. and just record it. Right. And then come back. And then we'll edit it and we'll put it on TV. Yeah. All right, I'm thinking I'm going to go uh, meet some Amish people. Yeah. Perfect. Go Perfect. meet some Amish people. Ride around with them in the buggy. We're going to video it and then we'll put it on TV. The funny, All right, great. And the funniest thing, I was thinking about this because I saw his name. Uh, he's up for the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. And I was just thinking Marshawn's Hall of Fame speech. Because it's live. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's live. And so there's no, no beeping. Or, would they make it pre-recorded? Like, Marshawn, <laughs> we need you. Please. Oh. Please, Marshawn. <laughs> All right. Yeah, man. Yeah. You, now that you bring it up, like, yeah. I, would, I, I don't know, but I want to see it. Yeah, like, like. <laughs> I also don't know. I don't know. Cause he's such a, you know, I don't, I don't know if he would talk for a long time and thank a lot of people and cuss a lot. Right. Or if he would just be like, yeah, cool, great. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he might just be too cool for it. Be like, it could be. Yeah, cool. I'm in the Hall of Fame. Awesome. That'd be great. Peace. Though. But yeah, that's why I was like, Marshawn, you're going to have to pre record yours. We can't let you get up there in front of all these people live. <laughs> And just be Marshawn because he would. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. He can't he, he, not he, MF be. and all that other stuff. He can't not be. Yeah, because he would be one hundred percent all the way real. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I hope I hope that happens. <laughs> I saw his name on the ballot, and I just my mind immediately went to, huh? I wonder if he'll get in. I wonder. I mean, uh, do people view him like that? Like, I, is he a Hall of Fame running back? I never viewed him that way. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I love him. He love was him. awesome. He was. he was incredible. I don't know that he goes to the Hall of Fame though. I'm, I'm with you. I hall was, of Cool. How, yeah, he's hella like one cool. of the coolest, hall, coolest players in the history of, cool of the league. He's hella cool, huh? He's, yeah, and that's how he would say it too. He's, he's, hella. <laughs> he's a hella guy. He's a big hella guy. <laughs> I used to be a big hella guy. But you were. But the thing about it was, you were trying to be a hella guy, right? He just is a hella guy. Yeah, like he right. Yeah, he, he grew up in it. Yeah, he's a hella guy. It it migrated up the coast, and then we kind of all became hella people uh-huh. but then i was like that's that doesn't sound right when i say it yeah but then like you if you couldn't say hella i mean that's hell right, right. you can't say that in front of your parents so we'd say hecka which he- is the lamest oh man that's possible pretty, that's pretty bad solution yeah for slang that's ever happened that's yeah, that very bad hecka that's very 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 <laughs> that bad. was hecka fun <laughs> no y'all didn't say it like that yeah we would <laughs> oh that's bad so bad yeah hecka man. bad all right let's yeah, get to another film i would Hecka? We're going no huddle. The best the NFL has to offer. Seventeen year old Andy Bunker running around trying to be respectful but also cool at the same time. It's Hecka hot. Wow. That's pretty bad. Hecka. All right, this hour brought to you by Mark Spain Real Estate. Go to MarkSpain.com. Get a guaranteed offer on your home today and start packing. Let's hear from Kevin Fishbane, who covers the Bears. He's going to be talking about this a lot. He was on the Steakhouse earlier this week, talking about why the Falcons might want Justin Fields now if they didn't want him three years ago. The Atlanta thing is really fascinating to me because, as you guys know, they had a golden opportunity the hometown kid three years ago and they passed on him for a tight end. So my question would be to Terry Fontenot, what has Justin Fields done in three years that makes you now want to take him? Because Justin Fields in the NFL has not been as good as we thought Justin Fields was going to be when he was drafted. Now, there are a lot of reasons for that, many of which have nothing to do with Justin Fields. When you look at the Bears, what they put around him, all those things. And I still think he could certainly be a good quarterback in the NFL, but that would be my first question to Terry Fontenot. Well, what does he done to now now you want to take i agree uh yeah i kind of i mean i think there's like four responses to that 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 makes sense which which are okay i mean a lot of the stuff we agree isn't his fault right in the nfl so we'd like to think coming here would would fix it um it's not really about 
this Justin Fields situation being that different than three years ago as it is the Falcons situation being a lot different than it was Correct. then? Because the Falcons had Matt Ryan back then. Correct. Um, and they don't have Matt Ryan now. They had Marcus Mariota and Desmond Ritter since then. So the Falcons are in dire need of a quarterback, whereas at that point they weren't, even though some of us wanted them to draft Justin Fields then anyway Correct. because you could have had him and then maybe he could have developed with Matt Ryan on the roster. Anyway, that didn't happen. Um, Who was starting before him in, in uh, Chicago? I don't remember. Oh, was, it, was, was it Trubisky? Yeah, it was Mitchell okay. Trubisky. Okay. Um, and then the other thing is the Falcons have also told you pretty clearly over the last month they don't care about saying we got stuff wrong three years ago. Right. Because they could have hired Raheem Morris then and they didn't. But they hired him last month. So, I mean, it's okay to say we should have done something. We didn't do it. We're going to do it now. You know what I mean? I was like, like, so yeah. Um, Just because they didn't take him in the draft should have nothing to do with whether or not they want to. Oh, yeah. Oh, speaking of the Falcons, uh, Dukes and Bell, they'll be up at Flowery today. They're going to get to interview all the coordinators today. Oh. Today on Dukes and Bell. Uh, But Jimmy Lake. Yeah. But, okay. The Justin Fields thing is always – it's always my point of this right here. How good is he? All right? Because he has not been – he has not – and this is the thing about it. Total body of work. He has not been as good to me as I thought he would be. Now – I can say that and still say it's because of what was around him. Didn't have any help, all those different things. So how do you view him, say, for instance, in this team, in, the, in this offense, and all those different things and everything? Because they got an offensive coordinator talking about the Falcons. They never call plays. You know, not saying that it won't happen because a lot of times coming from whatever they're coming from, tree, whatever, it seemed to have worked out so far. So I don't think – I'm not going to say it won't work out because it's Atlanta because everywhere – some one of those guys has been, it's always worked. They do have enough around him to win this football – to win him. It's all about, is he that guy in the, 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 the three-year sample? Is that just him? You know what I mean? Is that what he's going to be no matter where he is? Inconsistent, but still hell of an athlete, make all the plays with his legs and everything like that. Occasionally make some damn all-world throws, but then occasionally have some yeah. damn decisions. Or, or you're like, what? Yeah. I mean, look, the answer to the question that you asked at first is unknowable. Yeah. Like, if, if the Bears knew how good he was, they wouldn't be trading him. Exactly. If they knew how good he was, they wouldn't be in the situation they're in. Exactly. Right? But they don't. And I don't think anybody does because of all the factors you threw in there. Yeah. The question really is, is he worth the risk? And that's the biggest thing because that's here's, the, here's question. the thing, Bunk. All right. If you're talking about trading him for a second-round pick, you're looking at that as not like a let's wait and see the extent. You probably want to try to extend him. Maybe, probably. Maybe. Or try to do something with the contract. Yeah. Maybe do something with the contract. Yeah, maybe that. you could get – I don't know. I'm trying to think of an example of, of uh, well, that. We're talking about the Jordan Love. Remember the Great Jordan example. Love thing. Yeah, that's Just what we're like talking that. about. Yeah. But, I mean, that's the thing. I think that if you're talking about a quarterback that could possibly change teams, because he's still a bear, but change teams, and I'm talking about the Russell Wilsons and we're talking about Kirk Cousins and everybody like that, I don't think Kirk's leaving. Is I know he's younger, but it's just it feels better than Russell Wilson. <laughs> I don't know. Probably. Okay. I don't know. Okay. I'm, I'm not sure. I, I, I'm not sure either. I'm not and, sure. And I'm not going to compare with any other other guys out there. Yeah, I don't know. I know Abe, Abe, Abe was talking about the list yesterday of those dudes. I'm like, no. Those are all bums. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, there, there's guys yeah. that we got to just cross yeah, off. Yeah, they're going to And you're not bums. talking about. Bunch like, of bums. You know, Gardner Minshew, no offense. I know he was a pro bowler. Jacoby Brissett. Like, there's just certain guys yes. that you know, we're not doing bridge. 
Like, Carson and Ru- Wentz, Russell yeah. Wilson Bum. even would be a bridge because he's 35 years old right. and he wants to play for 45, so it's a 10-year bridge, but he's been declining for the last three years. Again, that's the same question about him. Is he worth the risk? Mm-hmm. The risk would be a hell of a lot lower with Russell Wilson. And, that, and that's the more thing. You wouldn't have to trade you anything. Have trade. You wouldn't have to pay him Exactly. Very much. That's why I'm saying like, but that. But you might suck. That, that <laughs> risk is, is, is less than Justin because of the same thing you said. We know the Broncos are going to cut Russ, mm-hmm. and we know that they're going to be on the hook for $40 million that you don't have to pick up. Yeah. I don't like doing something, though, because the risk is less. I agree. I like doing something because you think he's the best possible. But player. you know what? I, you know how I am with this team. I don't want to hear about no damn picks. I don't want to hear about no damn cap. No cap space. Go win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go all in. Yeah, like and, and whatever you think that is, then then do it. But there's gonna be a there's gonna be a line you're not gonna cross with the number one pick if the Bears are even willing to do it. Right. There's just I don't know what it is, but there's such a thing as too much. Sorry, we can't. Like we can't do that. We can't give you. Whatever, but the thing about it is, we can't it, give you twenty it, first it, round draft picks. It, but you know, they're not gonna, there's that what's that that Jimmy Johnson scorecard or whatever. Yeah, whatever it is, whatever like, that there's is. such a thing as whatever too that much, is, I'm going. But for I it. go right up next to I'm it. Going, yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like I'm going for that. Sure. You know, and and Abe brought this point is that what if they try to do what they did to Carolina last year and say throw in a, throw in a player, in a player. Yeah. Would you throw in Drake London in that in that mix? I don't Put want to. Pick. And I don't, I don't think, want to do that at all. I, I don't think Carolina wanted to give up. DJ, uh, DJ Moore. Moore. No, I don't think they did, but, but they, they really did. wanted that pick. Exactly. And that's the thing. The Bear, if the team is really trying to get that pick, the Bears have you over a Bear. Yes. They st- look, they're still in a great spot with Justin Fields, too. Yeah. Because, all right, whoever offers us the most, we'll wait till the 12th, 11th hour or 12th hour, I don't know, last end of the clock, and then we'll take the best offer we get. Because we're not in a hurry. No. They're, we and they're, and they're, we nor, got till the draft. Nor should they be. Yeah. Nor should they be. No, but I, I like, the question isn't, is he good? Because we don't know. If we knew, he wouldn't be moving. Um, the question is, is that worth it to you to take that risk? And I think it should be. Second-round draft pick for a guy that might be your franchise quarterback I think is worth it. Let's hear Kyle Shanahan continuing to talk about his uh, overtime decision. I mean, you'd love to fix perception because I would love to win one for what I know about football and stuff. And I know if I fix perception, that means I did everything I wanted to do, which isn't fix perception. It's win a damn Super Bowl. What? Um, but I also know, like, when you say big games, like, we've got to win a bunch of big games to get to Super Bowls. Um, we've won a lot of big games here. Uh, we've won a lot of big games to get into playoffs. Um, the fact that we keep getting there shows you guys how many, how much we've been game, win games or big games, and I think you guys are aware. He's of that. right and wrong because yeah. he hasn't won. He's the mostly big wrong. Game. He hasn't won the big yeah. game. He knows what we're talking yes. about. Yes. Okay. Yes. Like, let's not act dumb. Like you got to have some big wins of to course. get to the Super Bowl. Of everybody knows that. But also, the reporters aren't dumb. They know that. Like everybody yes. knows. Let's not act like anybody's dumber or smarter here. You've blown Super Bowls. That's all we're asking about, okay? Nobody said the NFC Championship game isn't big, right? Yeah, I think Kyle thinks that people are saying that. No, Kyle's yeah. just irritated yeah. and wants to do the, I'm going to default to being smarter than you think, yeah, because, I rather mean, than asking time, your question, it, it, answering but, your question. But that's why you're like, okay, I'm glad the offseason is here, so we've gone about our business. Because he's, he's talking about, well, the assistant coaches are supposed to prepare them for the situations and all this. I mean. Yeah, Kyle needs to step away from the microphone. And just go on vacation. Yeah, the, on, the only thing that's going to make it worse is him continuing yeah, to talk. Take you, your missus, the babies, yeah. your mom and dad, and go somewhere. Yep. Go somewhere. Get out of here. Because this, this stick, it's going to be hungover. And I'm not one of those people who think that, you know, because of how crushing this was that it affected them. Because they're still going to be loaded. I'm still what yeah. I'm going to do because I because they, they, they're not, they cannot 
give Brock Purdy a new contract. This is league rule. They cannot give him one after mm-hmm. uh, right now. This right. offseason, they got which next year. I'm going to sign Brandon Ayuk long term. Mm-hmm. I'm going to sign Fred Warner long term. You know why? Because I'll just deal with it this season. The only I'm thing that they're they're still there. They're I'm, still there. Yes, but the only thing that starts to crumble this stuff is when the blame starts to get passed around. And that's what and that's, like he's talking about assistant coaches are supposed to do this. And analytics hold, guys can he hold together? Yeah, can you lead through this? Yes. This is a really hard situation. I'm with you. Like, but he's got. But this is what crumbles franchises, though. Like, you've had talented teams. When you start blowing stuff, yeah. then it's you know you saw <laughs> people the start looking around. You saw the Seahawks. Yep. You saw the Falcons yep. when they had that terrible loss. They never recovered from that. Yep. Like, so I'm not saying that's what's going to happen to the 49ers, but it happens. And he's got to stop talking because every time he talks, he makes it worse. Hush. Uh, all right. <laughs> um. All right. Yeah. Okay. We'll talk about that. 2025 MVP and Super Bowl favorite? Maybe. We'll see. Find out together what we talk about next on Sports Radio 92 on the game. And now, an actual Andy and Randy listener. There's actually a few out there. This is AJ in Atlanta coming to you telling you to listen to Andy and Randy on the Midday Show. Two wholesome stand-up family men who were born hard and getting the loot. Bringing you sports every day from 10 to 2. On Sports Radio 92.9, The Game. And who can love you like me? Who can sex you like me? Nobody. Who can treat you like me, my Nobody. Baby? Nobody, baby. Nobody. Yeah, this is like a good, me, solid midday show anthem. Hell, yeah. That's the one you put, put this on tonight. Yeah, you put that head behind your head. Yeah, you gotta, yeah, you gotta nah. add a little extra flair yeah, yeah, when this yeah, one's yeah. on. This, yeah, this ain't no regular. <laughs> this is not a missionary Hell song. No, no. <laughs> Look, this, is, this, is, this is that hand. Me? The Kama Sutra what song. Is what is it? Um, oh, God. What was her name? Who is it? I've always forget this young lady's name. Oh, I don't know. I always forget her name. It'll come to me in a second. Yeah, man. Any, anytime you can put on Keith. Yeah, because, like, this was Keith. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, Keith. Keith. Keith, Keith is now. Yeah. This, this, yeah, this whole album is banging. But yeah, this is Keith. Athena uh, Cage? Okay. Is that right? I think it Athena Cage? But I'm just saying, yeah, it's Keith. This Keith, this is this is this is when, you know, when you when you were at when cause when this came out, I was right at that that um the the, the start of it. Start okay. Yeah, the start. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to think of what when this song came yeah. out because Yeah. You know, yeah. trying to think my age because yeah. I was listening to you it. You listened to I it. I loved Keith Sweat. Yeah, how can you not? I thought I was saying the greatest. Ninety six. Yeah, that's when. Uh, no wait. Nope. This was. Uh, this Come was on. I, this was when I was in high school. Sometimes the internet makes yeah. me mad at the huh? at this I, I, radio station. Okay, so I think I was a junior. This came when I was in high school. But yeah, okay, was, so I was in middle school. Yeah, yeah. So this and this that, would come on at the middle yeah, school dance. Yeah, man. This is like the first song you ever grabbed. Were a you butt ever, to. ever? Did you go to every dance? Yeah. Because the they were at, they were like in middle school. They were at the same. They were at the end of the day. Right. Like they would. Oh, if, if you were right. going to the dance, right. you'd get out of class maybe like 15 minutes early, uh-huh. and the the dance would go from like two to four, two to okay. five, something like that. Then in high school, the dances were at night. Like you'd have to go and come back, and the dance that was a big jump. You went from like the afternoon middle school dance to then high school was like from nine to midnight. Right. <laughs> it was like last year I was in the gym and the sun was out, uh-huh. just trying to sneak a you know sneak behind the bleachers, sneak, sneak a grab. Yeah. And now it's midnight. And yeah. these people are grown-ups. Like, that's 
man. I don't know. I, I, they don't transition us correctly. They, they, they don't. They just throw you in the fire. Throw you in the they fire. They throw you in the fire. There's no crazier transition though from fifth to sixth grade. Oh, because man. you you're a you're a fifth grader. You're talking about like baseball yeah. and kickball in the playground, yeah. and then you get in there, and these eighth graders are grownups. But and some of them flunked, because, uh, so some of them are supposed to be in high school. I just uh, I just they signed, got kids. We had to sign a permission slip because Samson is going from fifth to sixth, and so they gotta we gotta go over to. The the uh, the middle school and everything, and so I was. I remember just talking to him. He was he trying to because he's getting he's transitioning into that. It's he, a big transition. It's a big transition yeah. as far as uh, everything where you dress, yep. all everything, yep. and, and so he's when we, you go from being the big fish yeah. in yes. elementary school yeah. to then you're the you know you're yeah. the little and kid. So now yeah, so he's he's he, he's doing really well with the transition of, of of everything going into another level of school. But it was funny we were just talking to him. He's like, yeah, you know, when I go to middle school, dad. I gotta have this and this, this and this, and I'm like, okay, cool, you know, dog, dad. Daddy got you, man. I got you and everything. But I always tell them the same thing. I said, you always protect yourself. And meaning that is you protect what's yours. And what's yours is your space. All right? And them little eighth graders, they're going to try you. Mm-hmm. You hit them right. It's going to happen. Head. I said, you, you go for it. Now, don't tell your mother I said this, okay? All right? <laughs> but they're in your space. That means they won't so. Yeah. All right? P- plain and simple. All right? Plain and simple. They're in your space. Go for it. Yeah, you have to have a plan. You got to have a plan. In middle school. You do. Because they're coming for they, you. They are, they are, but they say they keep, they keep them separated all day. Can't do it all the time. Yeah, man. It's just like jail. You never know. It's like jail. Eventually, <laughs> you're going to be in the showers by yourself. All right? Eventually, the sisters get Andy Dufresne Hell yeah. in the laundry room. Yeah, dog. No, it's not that bad. It's, it's not, not that, that bad. That's not going to happen. But, uh, but you yeah, know what I mean. But yeah, that's what I said, dog. Okay, don't tell you about I said this, but hey, I will, I will defend you with this. Okay, me, it's me and you. Daddy, just get the world, dog. All right? They in your space. Because that's what I was taught. I mean, times are different. I understand that. But my mom always told me, said, somebody in your space, that means they want some. You don't wait. All right? That's why I get that line for. I don't know how good my, ch- my, my chin is. So I'm going to have to go first. All right? I'm going. Yeah. I'm just there. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah no, you got to go first. You gotta go. Hey, I always remember that, Andy. If they in that space, I believe if they in reaching distance, you need to reach out and touch them. <laughs> yeah. I'm just no. It's good advice. Yeah, it's good yeah, advice. Don't be walking away. Yeah, walk away. Get punched in the back of the head, yeah. <laughs> or run. Yeah, <laughs> then no. they can't catch you. No, you can't. That's what I did. Oh yeah, okay. I think you were a fight. I was, a, I was a flight. Yeah, you was. You, you didn't run. No, you didn't run for no fights. It depended. If I <laughs> depend, depend on what the odds look like. Depend on how many of them there were. Yeah, yeah. You take out running. Oh yeah. I'm not gonna get stomped out in a circle full of dudes. <laughs> you have to catch me first. No way! I was little, but I was I was shifty. Right. Plus, I had a bowl cut and braces. I didn't have a chance. <laughs> like, I got thrown into the sixth grade fire with no shot. Oh. Like, <laughs> but it was good. I'm better for it. You right, know what I mean? Right. Right. You, I, okay. Cool. I could have walked in there with like a cool haircut and some Jordans, and then uh, I would never had to learn. Right. <laughs> I would probably wouldn't be funny. Oh. You got to do something if you got a bowl yeah, cut and braces, you and you're in sixth grade. You got to do something to keep them off your ass. And you go to basketball tryouts, and Brandon Roy is there. You know what I mean? <laughs> You guys better be funny and learn yeah. how to pass. Yeah, I mean the crisp pack. Cause like the one thing about that, uh, if you're the, if you're that guy who does everything right, the star player pick you. Like if you if you pass well, he'll, he'll give you a point. Nice pass, dog. Yep, that's all you need right there. That's all I needed. <laughs> I started in seventh grade for one reason, because Brandon Roy liked me exactly. passing him the basketball. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. All right, clear out four low B. Here, right. everybody get out of the way. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Go get him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Anyway, you learn that middle school will teach you a lot about yourself and a lot about your future. Uh, all right. So you wanted to get back into a couple of these NFL no huddle topics, some offseason decisions that have to be made, including Justin Jefferson's going to get a whole bunch of money. The, the, the Vikings are obviously going to give Justin Jefferson a whole bunch of money. He didn't want to sign that contract until he knows who his yes. quarterback is. 
I respect that decision making. That's a that's a smart man right there. I don't want to sign a long term deal and end up with uh, what's the guy's name? The BYU quarterback, who uh, the Falcons knocked out. Um, yeah, we can't do that. I need to know who your Jaron Hall. Oh yeah, we got I got to know who my quarterback is yeah. before you sign me. Well, long-term. I mean, the thing with it is, is he's going to get the highest contract ever for a receiver. He's going to get. That. We know that. Now, as much it, money it, as it he can wants. be a little uh, game plan between him and CD, but he's a true free agent. CD is not. Uh, you know, they can't franchise and all that stuff. I think that I would be. I, I, I still think that Kirk Cousins is going back. It just makes too much sense for him to go back. Yeah. You know, to go back and everything. Now, I don't know what the money's going to look like because Kurt is. In, I can guess. Kurt is in the uh, in the contract Hall of Fame. It's going to be fully guaranteed. Yeah, yeah. Kurt is in the is, is in the, is in the Hall of Fame of all that other stuff. And so, when you look at that from that standpoint, that's why I think he's going to be back. Justin Jefferson, one of the top ten players in, the, in all of football. You know, he's just that great of a player. And Minnesota, you know. I'm not saying they'll win a Super Bowl, but you'll always be – you won't be out of it with Kurt as your quarterback. Now, he's coming off an Achilles and all those different things, so that's something you got to look at and everything. But, yeah, I just think this is – I think that he's going back, and I think Justin Jefferson signs that deal. Yeah, I, I think that's what's going to happen too. That is interesting, though, the the end goal, because yeah. we were kind of doing that with, uh, with, with Trey and the Hawks and other teams around the NBA. It's like, I mean, ultimately the goal is to win a championship, yes. right? Yes. Like, do you really think you're going to win a championship – Giving Kirk Cousins a guaranteed a guaranteed contract coming off of an Achilles injury, I know you're going to have to pay Justin Jefferson to keep him, but like, is that that champ that's championship recipe right there? No, no, it's no. not. You got to do it. Yeah, you got to do it because franchise quarterbacks don't fall off trees and receivers like that. Do you don't franchise Kirk? Very often. Do you franchise Kirk? You could. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You could. You, uh, or maybe, that would probably be the smarter. Yeah, move. I, if, if I'm him. I would. I'm sorry. If I'm a Vikings, I want him. I have to. I have to franchise. Money's guaranteed again. Exactly. So you said it. A guaranteed contract. <laughs> Kurt's yeah. got all his money guaranteed. Yeah. Kurt's in that in the business of business, man. But I, I mean, there's going to be like T Higgins. I think T Higgins is the number one wide receiver in this league. I don't think the Bengals are ready to let him go. He's a he's a franchise candidate because you got to pay either either him or Jamar Chase are getting contracts this year this offseason. Yeah, and that's an easy decision. And I think it's no offense Jamar. to T Higgins, yeah, but that's but, an easy yeah, decision. Yeah, I think it's going to be Jamar. Jamar's going to get that contract, so you're going to have to because they're one of those teams. Uh, as much money as, as Joe Burrow makes, they got to stay intact. Yeah, and that would help if you have T Higgins yeah. for them because they got the trigger man to win a Super Bowl. They do, but you don't let Jamar Chase go no. if you can help it. No. And and you keep them together. They've been together for so long and had so much success. I did see some of this because everyone wants to make any sort of championship recipe the new blueprint. I saw some folks talking about Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs now being the the blueprint for not paying wide receivers big money. Yes. No, it isn't. No, it is not. No, it isn't. Don't having, be dumb. Having Patrick Mahomes is yeah. the recipe for yeah, winning yeah, championships. Right. Don't be dumb. Yeah. Like, it's you can't just be like, oh, great. They did that with these guys, mm-hmm. so we can have a wide receiving core like that. Yeah. Have a wide receiving core like they did, who dropped passes every single game and yes. cost them games, and have an average quarterback yeah. and see what happens. Don't be dumb. You'd be 7 right. and 10. <laughs> yeah. You'd be Don't. 7 and 10 and searching for a quarterback yeah. is what you'll be doing. Is always the key to everything. Don't be dumb. Yeah. All right? Don't make the recent thing that worked the blueprint. Because Cause it isn't. Because you don't have him. Yeah. Okay? That's the blueprint. Yeah. Get the best quarterback in the league or uh-huh. one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Yeah, man. Build around them. That's the blueprint. Yeah. They, I mean, that was, what was the one thing? It was because we, you, you talked about it uh, Monday that, that, that uh, dispelled belief about you can't win if your quarterback is a certain percentage of the salary cap. It's yeah. all those different I mean, things. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. If he's good, like if Patrick he, Mahomes. If he's, good enough, <laughs> if, he, if he's good enough to cost that amount of your salary cap. But the other thing about that thing was always like, you can't do it except for the three times it's been done. And now Patrick Mahomes has done it two years in a row. Peyton yeah. Manning did it once. Yes. 
Brett Favre did it once. Yes. Matt Ryan was up 25 with a big salary. Like, Matt Ryan wasn't Matt Ryan's fault. The Falcons didn't win that Super Bowl. You know what I mean? Like, it can be done. I guess it is harder. Yeah. It'd be easier if you could pay Patrick Mahomes 10 bucks and you could fill out the rest <laughs> of the roster. That'd be great. But if you have a guy like that, you have to pay him, and he's proving that you could both pay him and win at the same time. All right, we'll come back. We'll get to the back page with Bo. Thanks for being with us. Sports Radio. dropped his drink. 92 <laughs> the game. And now, an actual Andy and Randy listener. There's actually a few out there. Hey, what's cracking, ATL? It's your boy, Decatur Slim. And every day from 11 to 2, I'm rocking with Andy and Randy on 92.9 The Game, the midday show. You better know it. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Oh! I've been really trying, baby. Trying to hold back this feeling for so long. Can't interrupt. And if you feel like I, I feel, baby. Come on. Come on. Oh! Come on. Not a, every man. Every man has played this song for their woman one time or another. Oh, and just laid, like, had, like, had that, um, that side lay on the bed, yeah. that second side lay on the bed. And you're trying on. to hit those, yeah, those falsetto yells yeah. like he is? Every man has done this. I hope every man has done this. Oh, like, go put some. That's like, a good one, like, that if you want to hit that yell and lean back, <laughs> that'll kind of let the abs pop out a little bit. You're right. That's like how D'Angelo. The, the, the D'Angelo the cut. Yeah. yeah, man. But That's, yeah. Ultimate goal. Understand this. Ultimate goal. Still ultimate, working towards it. Yeah, ultimate goal. Because I want. I just want to. Because I want to do the whole thing. The pan and everything. Got so low. It, Dangerously low. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, that's what my my, my woman seems like. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I want to. I'm going to try to get that right there, dog. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Me too. I think I'm going to get there. One, 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 D'Angelo one. cuts for forty. Well, 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 why don't that's you get you uh, get you uh, uh, one of them tucks? What's up? The tummy tuck thing. That's that to get it. Oh, plastic surgery. Yeah. Huh. People, don't people get that. Don't people get plastic abs? Probably. Yeah. You could probably get like if you can get uh you can get calf implants. I know, I know. Because remember, drama tried to do that. You could probably get those V implants. You think so? I don't know. Oh, they can implant. That's not, that's not kind of expensive. They can implant anything. I can. Yeah, but I'll just endorse it. There you go. Andy Bunker here for ab implant. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to walk shirtless? In- <laughs> you want to look like D'Angelo used to? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but no, I'm, I'm sure they can find a way to get them in there. Probably. Where did they get them from? Did they take them out of, out of like a cadaver? Yeah, like a like a dead buff guy. Yeah, dead buff guy <laughs> cut his stomach out. <laughs> yep. And, 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 and when you're super buff, you can be an organ donor and yeah. an ab donor. Yeah. You put it on your on your driver's license. Are you uh, organ donor? Uh, yeah, but then yeah, I am. To to get the license cheaper because you actually believe in it. Uh, is it cheaper? I didn't even know that, that. That used to be the thing. No, that was the thing when I when when we first got our licenses. When I first got my driver's license, and it was a thing where it was like half off of your organ donor. Really? Yeah. Well, first of all, I've been donating my heart yeah. for years uh-huh. to anybody who's yeah. interested. Um, secondly, yeah, take it. What do I need it for? Uh, uh, you want to whatever you need uh, to operate on it I, I, or examine it, try I, I, to figure I, I, out. I've decided that I'm going to do that because I, I was always of the co- the cause of I'm going I'm going out with what I came with. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I need these eyes. Nah, if you want them, like if, if I just make sure I'm dead, really. Yeah. Like don't. But don't, I'm I'm all for giving my stuff. Yeah, take yeah, my I'm, lungs. I'm all for giving my stuff. You, you can, can have my spleen. Deliver you, you, you don't want. <laughs> all right. All right. Now I take. I, Maybe they should research yeah. it. I take. I take. Find I, out how you did what you did. I take liver pills and everything like that, but I don't want you to do that. All right. <laughs>
Yeah, yeah, but everything else, I got the, I got a, I got the heart of a of a of a you know, of a beaten horse. You know, <laughs> of a thoroughbred, Andy. There it is. Yeah, man, it tick it tick hard. <laughs> but no, <laughs> I was because I yeah, you can have it. You all. can have it okay. any part you want. Really? Yeah. I don't care. I don't want an open casket. Just make, you got to uh, decompose me and turn me into a tree. Oh, that's right. You want to be a tree. That's like right. Uncle Doug. That's what we need. Uh, Just turn us into a forest. Has, has that happened yet? Yeah. Y'all, they, y'all don't plant Doug? Yep. Well, I haven't planted him yet, but they got the <laughs> they got the fertilizer. <laughs> okay. We, yeah. We, it's, we, it is we can move on, man, because I, I know it is. It is. Uncle Doug. I'm, so, I'm sorry, Ma. I didn't mean it like that. R.I.P. <laughs> Uncle Doug. But yeah, no, they're going to turn him into a tree. Okay. He was always he was born to be a tree. Uh, let's get to the back page with Bo. Bringing you the stories that didn't make the cut anywhere else in the show. It's the back page with Bo Johnson on the Midday Show with Andy and Randy on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. This hour brought to you by Mark Spain Real Estate. Go to MarkSpain.com, get a guaranteed offer on your home today and start packing. Hello, Bo. Wow, so Nicole um, Hardman's been busy since making a Super Bowl walk-off winning catch. TMZ caught up with Nicole after he tells them that he has not slept after doing Jimmy Kimmel and then after... Uh, Working a shift at Canes, <laughs> they asked about the actual catch itself. He was speechless. And he was. I don't know. I kind of don't remember it. In a sense, I kind of, like, blacked out for real. Um, like, I knew I caught the ball, man, and we won the game. But after that, it was just, like, kind of, like, blank. I guess the the magnitude of the, the game was just, you know, overwhelming. But, um after that, it, it was just nothing but, you know, celebration out there. Good for you, Nicole Hartman. I'll tell you this. The funniest thing, me and Andy, we were looking at it on Monday. And they had the highlight of it and everything. Nicole's looking in the wrong place first. Yep. He was not looking at the ball. Yep. <laughs> yeah, like if you if you track his eyes and the ball, he's like looking back and Patrick is throwing the ball. He was very close to he not seeing He was very close pass. to not seeing he the He said bo- that he looked around and couldn't believe how open he was. Yeah, he and was, then all and, of a sudden, hey. Look yeah, that's, what, that's yep. what I'm saying. He he did, he did was very close to dropping it. Because he, if you look at his eyes, initially he's looking back like, what the hell's going on? And then, oh, the ball. But, yeah, great play by Miko. Uh, good for him. It's crazy. He was, he was on that dumpster fire to start the season he in was. New York City yep. and come back and win a damn championship. Well, and, and think, too, just even from the, the playoff storylines, like he yeah. had that, had he that had a rough one. That fumble against Buffalo that very easily could have been the thing that lost them that football game. Yep. They win the game, and then he ends up scoring the game-winning touchdown in the Super like, Bowl. As bad as that was, pretty cool. As, as bad as that Buffalo game was and those mistakes, Kadarius Tony, it, it was just uh, like for him not to play after somebody does that. Yeah. Do you know how much you don't want? And Kadarius Tony caught the same pass yes. in the Super Bowl last yes. year. Yes. And they still didn't want yes. it. That's how. That's how bad they, so not messed up he they did not want him to play. Did his situation there. Now, I do have a question regarding that. Because on Monday on the podcast, we talked about sometimes drinking too much and then people forgetting. You know, maybe you forget a little bit. One, one member of the show talked about how they do that sometimes maybe more than they should. Yes. Have you ever had that in like what he's talking about? Like you're, something happens so great or people talk about blacking out from rage. Like you get so mad. I've never had that. I've never had a situation in life like Michael Hardeman's talking about about it was so exciting that I blacked out for a few seconds. Yeah, I never. I don't understand the blackout part. Yeah, I don't either. Oh, yeah, I don't understand that part. People, you don't know that you blacked out until several moments later. But or I would days know, later. I would know now. You don't right? remember it, wouldn't I? No, I wouldn't know Just now. Just like you don't know when you're blacked out drunk until the next day and you have forgotten. I know, stuff. but I'm saying like now we're removed from it happening. Unless I'm oh, blacked you wouldn't out. know after the fact is when you know. Yeah, I'm yeah, just saying yeah, like yeah. I would know if it happened unless I'm blacked out right now, which I don't think I am. I've never. I don't, the, the bla- <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't understand the blacked out without drinking. 
Yeah, no, that's what I mean. Yeah, like people saying. talk about it. I, I don't. I want to know if anyone's I ever experienced black, it. I'm like, you just blacked out. Blacked like, out with rage, and then I woke up and I beat up the whole bar or yeah, something like but that. But usually, isn't that usually a drunk thing? Maybe you were sober. I don't know. I did. You hear people say it. Uh, I've never been <laughs> in a celebratory no, time. Obviously, like, no one here has ever had that happen. I was at the Super Bowl. I remember every moment of that celebrating, and then uh, I've won like stuff in high school, and I remember that stuff. So maybe I just haven't gotten to where I'm I know. blacked out. I've never happy. been excited enough about yeah. anything. <laughs> For that to happen. TMZ also caught up with, uh, remember I told you all yesterday, two of the six people that were arrested on, at Super Bowl 58 were the two streakers. They they went on the field at the same time. TMZ caught up with those guys, and I didn't pull the audio because nobody cares who those guys are, but check out the situation behind this. So these two guys go to a UFC fight on Saturday where at the time the prop bet is there about the streaker in the Super Bowl. You could take it. This guy's obviously got some money, but nobody knows who he is. So he's talking to some celebrities and whatnot, and he's like, look, place the bet. I'm going to be the guy. Okay. He tells people this. All right? He goes to the window to make the bet on himself, and the bet doesn't exist anymore. Wow. At that point, he's so far into this that he thinks that he has to do it anyway. This guy pays $42,000 for two tickets to get front row on the Super Bowl, in the Super Bowl, Write some stuff on their chest where it wasn't PETA stuff. It was just like his hashtag or whatever. Goes in streaks, takes a shirt off or whatever, spends a night in jail, and now you're just out $42,000 in Super Bowl season. So they, like, they whatever, they were wise to it. They're like, this guy's broadcasting everybody that he's going to do this. Gotta I guess away. so. Maybe he makes, makes his way around that. But what you were talking about, Abe was, I think, mentioned it yesterday, how they would probably just delete the bet. I mean, you can't. There, there is a way that they're protected from this. There has to be. I'm yeah, going, right. I'm going, I'm going to streak. First of all, let me place $100,000 on the, that there's going to be a streaker, and then I'm going to And streak. then I'm going to do it. Yeah. Yeah, there would have to be some way for them to get out yeah. from underneath that. Or they just break your leg. Yeah. Because they don't like you I mean, they would they take don't like you, you gaming. They, they, would, they would take you into that. Now, that is a good example, though, of maybe gambling going too far. You know what I mean? Maybe we shouldn't be able to bet on everything. Right. Because it gives people – people are already dumb. Like, it just gives people, like, harebrained ideas to try to cash in a little bit. Like, I agree. I just saw two crazy things. One, I, I know that was not Jackson Mahomes running through the crowd, dapping him up. There's no way in hell. And the second one, they did the old club where 14 guys in one bottle. They just just pass it around? Yeah, come on, dog. <laughs> come on, man. Y'all got money. Got one, money. one last little thing here. So do y'all remember this pep talk happening? You were the best center field in the, in the league. Yes. It, yeah. It, it, it was so cool of a moment. That was Marcel talking about it, that I made that end to a drop. That's why it was so easy for me to get. So Michael Harris was on MLB Network yesterday, and he actually brought that up. And look, pep talks work. I had to talk with Marcel Ozuna. He saw me a little down on myself, and this was actually during the game. He told me my next at bat is when my season started. I actually went up and hit a hard line drive and got out. But he, uh, he kind of told me that I was like a good improvement and, and that my season started there. And even since then, ever since then, I kind of like took off and – Got back to who I was. We all remember that point of the season last year when Michael struggling. Harris went from doing yep. nothing to yep. taking been, off. He'd been he hurt, hurt injury. in yeah. and out of the lineup. Yep. yep. So, hey, man, pep talks work. Yeah. And, uh, and we'll have one more season of the Big Bear. I was at 40 homers last year, too. So Damn, keep sure him around for that reason as well. Damn, sure did. Yeah, I know it's crazy. I was trying to get that guy off the roster so hard. You're not alone. Everybody was. In April no, and May. everybody like, wasn't. Yeah. Cut this. No, everybody was. everybody was not. Cut this I know bum. two people who were not. Me and Carl Dukes. <laughs> I know that. No, it wasn't. I thought Carl was like the most. No, that, I think Mike was the one. Oh, he was? Yeah, me okay. and Carl Dukes. Because Carl's favorite line was, "Y'all still want to cut him?" But doesn't that mean Carl wanted no. to cut him? I I kept saying, "No, y'all oh. keep him. Oh, keep him." 
I just, get, my only thing about Marcel was rid I, of him, and then thing, he went off. My only thing about Marcel was I kept saying, "How many more years he got left in that damn contract?" Yeah, is this the last one? Finally, yes. Are we sure? But now we want but him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now you want. I him. mean, he was him. batting like point eight through his first hundred at bats or something. But yes. he got it going. Yeah, you remember my first conversation? I said, "I need fifteen home runs from Marcel." Yeah, he said, "Bet." Let's make it. 40. It took two weeks for me to finally jump. I, I jumped on board too. I'm like, look, we, this is—he's a detriment. Oh yeah, it sucks. Eventually, yeah. I, I got there and I was like, oh, never mind. He's awesome now. <laughs> he wasn't. He wasn't at first. Just hopefully he keeps it up and gives more pep talks too. I love a good pep talk. Let's come the back. Best Cindy Phoebe. We'll get to uh, the big story of the day to kick off the one o'clock hour. Grant McCauley is going to join us. Pitchers and catchers report today at spring training. So don't go anywhere. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. I'm, I'm happy for that. What? What's Radio 92.9 The Game? I got pump fake. Yeah. Midday show with Andy and Randy with you here on Valentine's Day, hump day, perfect day. Yeah, that's, that's, Thanks woo, for being with us. Final not, hour. Woo, it's also associated woo. with Valentine's Day. Yes, it is. Woo, hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully. That needs to be happening at your house. Yeah, all right? Yeah. Woo-hoo-hoo. Woo. Don't let it be. Don't let it be an. Oh no! Really? One of those types of days. Really? Bluechew.com. Bluechew.com. Promo code Andy. Yeah, man. Really? Be the MVP really? your bedroom. Yeah. Oh, uh, by the way, Mike Bell had confirmed he also was pro. Pro Ozuna. Pro Ozuna. Pro, so, pro right, Ozuna. so everybody was not against Ozuna. Okay, I, don't know, I was. I was all on board. <laughs> get him out of here. I was like, I need him to get fifty. It was bad for like two years, you and then all of a sudden him. he was like, I wanted to. I didn't care. Just you don't, don't have him in the lineup. He sucks. <laughs> <laughs> he did. He sucked. He was he a designated hitter who couldn't hit. Couldn't what do was anything. he doing? He, nothing. You remember what Lou said? It's coming around. It wasn't. You saw that. You remember they that? Weren't. You remember that? I remember, still remember that one pitch he hit. He hit it so hard. <laughs> he hit it so hard. There were no and indicators. And it went, it went right to the fielder. And you're like, oh, that's the sign. Hard out. And then he started. But then he started. Then he got it going after that. He, yeah. He got it going after that. Miraculously. I, I still remember that game. I'll be honest with you. Like there, there are there are moments in sports that you you sort of think back on and you're like, damn, I was totally wrong about that and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like I don't care about being wrong about it. It's, it's not about trying to like justify being right or wrong or anything. But I can't remember an example of an athlete being so <laughs> removed from what he had been. For that look, because it wasn't just like a week. No, he was awful. For two years. He was awful. <laughs> like, and then all of a sudden he came, comes back and hits 40 homers last year. Like, it, it was, I don't know, it was pulling a, a career, not what he was going to be here anyway, obviously. Because if they would have gotten rid of him, if they could have gotten rid of him, they would have. Um, but just like an un- inexplicable turnaround yes. to yes. to epic proportions. And I'm glad he did. It was yeah. awesome. It was a huge part of the team last year. Uh, and he'll be a huge part of the team this year, I hope. It doesn't take a month <laughs> to get off the mat like it did last year. Let's just start hot, stay hot if we can if we can help it. But uh, yeah, I mean, he was ridiculous how good he got. Yeah, this is my thing of him. But he wouldn't have been here if it was up to me. We yeah. never would have seen it. <laughs> just my thing. Just keep him out of the field. Just keep him out of the field. Uh, are you Are you sure? Are you sure? Maybe a little first base. For Marcelo Oh, remember that experiment they were talking about that last year? Well, they're talking about it again. Are they? Yeah, there's been some rumblings from Northport. What? One of the many things we can talk with Grant McCauley okay. about in 15 yeah, minutes. we about rumblings. Finding ways to get Marcelo Zuna some, some action at first base. <sighs> Why? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, like this Matt Olson need days off. Or, Matt Olson don't need no damn day off. Oh, Matt, Olson built, Matt, Matt Olson built like a damn brick house. He's very good. Matt don't need no damn days off. We don't Especially need him that guy. Yeah, I know. Oh, no. And I, just, I was just reading some stuff uh, yesterday, and I was like, huh, really? All right. 
I guess. You I mean, know, comic relief. That would be exactly. <laughs> like, Could you imagine him trying to catch one of them hot, them hot ones at him? Yeah, like Dude, a short hop. The short hop. No. <laughs> or trying to. Oh no. The best would be having to figure out when to cover first, uh-huh. or go get the ball, or whatever. <laughs> like, like, like the like the very specific quick decisions you have to make when there's a little dribbler up the first baseline. Uh, he's getting in somebody's way. He's going to run somebody's somebody. ankle. Gonna, and that's one of the things. He's hurt his own teammates. He's going to take out Max. He's gonna take out Max. What we don't need. But yeah, no. But yeah, but I mean, if you were going to, like, I don't want to say over under. Where would you think coming off of last year? Because you're right. Previous to this year, he last year he was god awful. Where do you see him? Homers? No. How do you feel about Marcel? Oh, great. You do? Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah, All right. He I, hit forty I, home runs last year. I know he did. But can he come back to Earth? Because he was out of he was out of Earth. He was out of this world last year. I hope not. Can he come back? He'll be like 32. He'll give me 32 homers. 32? Yeah. Okay. How about that? All right. All right. That's what I'm, a- that's what I'm asking for. 32 homers, n- as few appearances in the field as possible, uh-huh. and no arrests. That's what I'm hoping for from Marcel. Okay. That, which see, which that, of those is most realistic? I don't think he's going to be in the field. Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> so then that's the one. Perfect. Yeah, I don't think he's going to be in the field. Just steer clear of the, yeah, yeah, the wrongdoing as well, if we can help it. Yeah, All right. I don't think he's going to be in the field. Hey, did you see, we were talking about this a little bit this morning. It kind of took me by surprise, that the uh, the Warriors made a late run yeah. at LeBron right yeah. before the trade deadline, Which I guess, is, last week at like the 11th hour. They were like, let's see if we can get him from, from L.A. Yeah. Obviously, they said no, but. Man, that's that's a, that's a fun hypothetical if they would have gotten. It is. It was. I think uh, Daryl Moore called also, but uh, the, 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 what they said was basically it was about LeBron. Yeah, really. Yes, they feel called too. But the thing that uh, that you were reading or hearing about about this whole thing was it was a last ditch effort by them. They called the Lakers, see vetted and everything, and it seemed like the Lakers were not only that they were considering it, but they thought like, okay, okay. How does LeBron feel? Because we didn't make any moves at deadline. Dude, is he, is he all the way committed here? And basically, that's what he said. I'm committed here. Because they said Rich Paul killed the trade. Rich Paul ain't killing no trade without LeBron telling him to kill the trade. Exactly. Yeah. But it's also not getting to either one of those guys' phones yes. unless they're like, I don't know, maybe. Yes. Maybe and, we, and, maybe we should do this. And that's the thing about it. So I'm like, okay. It could not have been like – it had to be more than just a basketball reason. You know, my son's here, family, everything like that. I know he's rich in, 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 in the Bay Area. is not that far from a, on a private jet right. from, to L.A. and everything. Yeah, but he likes to go cross town and see USC yeah, play yeah, when he you can help it. you know what I mean? It. So that's, what, that's my thought process. But if he – I'm sure – I don't think it was like a quick no. Hey, you want to go to play with Steph? No. No, because that – like you got to think about that for a minute. Exactly. Like, um – I mean – uh. What are they offering? Because <laughs> that's what immediately where my mind went. It was like, what are the Lakers really going to get in return? Like, obviously they're they're keeping the two guys that LeBron wants to play with in Steph and Draymond. Right. I guess Clay might have been a part of it. Clay was going to have to okay, be. Okay, you put Clay, Clay in it. The numbers, the Jonathan Kaminga okay. is like the only young and guy that's a, doing much. Maybe one at this point, and then maybe a draft pick or something like that. That's but not like, enough to get LeBron. Well, yeah. The, that, yeah. Honestly, from that standpoint, yeah. I I might want to say no just because. Yeah, that's not. Enough I'm not getting much in return. Yeah, that's not enough to get LeBron. And I don't know. Like I know the Lakers aren't aren't very good. Um, they're 29 and 26, but. You don't think AD and LeBron can summon it for a run and they get to the Western year. Conference Finals? They got to the Western Conference Finals last year. They did. They're going to win a playoff series. Yeah. Like, they're going to beat somebody in the first round of the playoffs. I wouldn't be surprised. It depends, you know, injuries and matchups and all that kind of stuff. But it's not crazy to think that they could make another run at the Western Conference Finals. It's not. No, they're not going to go back. They're not going to go to the finals, I yeah. don't think. That seems unlikely. I don't know that LeBron 
at 39 has like a whole month's worth of playoff effort in the tank anymore. But he's got a couple series. You saw it last year. Yeah. And they won the play-in tournament or whatever you call it, the in-season tournament earlier this year too, where they went out and, and beat everybody. So, like, I think they, they can win games, but, yeah, they're not a championship roster. I don't think so. Roster. I don't think, but it, it, to think about it in, in that hypothetical, like, damn, it actually did call. Yeah. Because it's confirmed that Golden State did call. Yeah, they called them. Yeah, they called an actual – Which, again, hypothetically, Steph – LeBron, Draymond, and who cares would have been so fun yeah. down the stretch because yes. the Warriors aren't good either. No, they're not. Like the Hawks beat those guys in overtime. Steph had sixty because literally no one else played good. Damn point. Like the no, I mean Clay is a shell of his former self. He's now openly talking about taking a lesser role to try to stay on the team. Like is he? Yeah. Like it's it's a bad situation in Golden State right now. They probably and I get why you do it because it's a dynasty and all that. But they hung on too long mm-hmm. to that core, and they're, they're paying for well, it. Well, they don't go, uh, as far as the core, the the second part of the iteration of that core has not been it. You know, they go get Wiseman. They go get all yeah, these, other right. young, these young players right. that are supposed to kind of They take, did a really bad job. You know, trying to take over or whatever, yeah, loosen. Exactly. And then they just all, they're not, the only one that, uh, of those guys that you thought about was Kaminga. Yep. Everybody, and he just started playing well again. Yeah, I've heard a couple of people say this over the last – a couple of weeks kind of since the trade deadline and, and all that, with everything falling apart with them. That run they went on two years ago becomes more and more yeah. impressive than it even was at the time. Yeah. It's like, damn, we didn't realize quite how close they were to the ledge, that they were still able to get one last championship, one last championship. with that group before it all fell apart because it, it's all falling apart. All right, let's spend a quick minute on this with the big story of the day. What are they going to say now? Brought to you by QC Kinetics, non-surgical treatment for joint pain. Boom! Yeah, the culture in Atlanta is, is, I don't know, probably a big part of who I am and I guess how I was raised and how I go about the way I, uh, I guess, play and just my everyday life. So it's it's a huge, it's a huge, I guess, part of me and it kind of gives me more drive every day. Michael Harris talking about the city, the team, yes. being excited to be a part of all of it. And uh, I can only imagine how cool it would be to be a hometown hero like that. And be playing as well as he is as early as he's uh, playing that way. Hopefully, he gets off to a better and healthier start this year that's, too. I think the biggest Remember, thing it was when, tough early yeah, for I, him, and I think that's the biggest thing with Michael is him coming in, you know, healthy and everything like that. And I got a question: Was he an original draft pick of the Braves? He wasn't kind of gotten a trade or something like that. No, I drafted him. Okay, yeah. Uh, so I mean, obviously, that's cool. That's a really, really cool thing uh, by his part. But I mean, Did they get him and Strider in the same draft. Was that the same? Dra- I think it was. Wow, pretty good. Wow, yeah, pretty. Simple. Wow, but I don't know. He he is a an ascending player who's going to continue to get better. I mean, this dude ain't even nowhere near his prime, and all he's going to do is continue to get better the more and more he plays. And that's what the one thing they did when they brought him up. They brought him up. They weren't bull jiving around when they brought him up, and they put him in center field and said, "Here is yours." Yeah. Here is yours. And he immediately and was he immediately started responding to One of the three it. best defensive center fielders yeah, in baseball. And, and, and he responded to it. And the hitting was the thing that was just so crazy. It was I you know, you knew he could play outfield like that, but the fact that he was able to hit the way that he did right. and go to the opposite field and um, obviously now he's got a couple years of playoff experience. It's crazy. Yeah, and again, I actually beginning the show we talked about it. I'm 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 with you on where, when I said where would you bat him and you said you would bat him second. I'm batting him second. Okay. I'm batting him second. All right. I'm with you. Yeah. I'm with you on that. I am with you on that one right there. You know who would probably have an opinion on that? Hey, probably I got G-Mac. Grant McCauley. Yeah, G-Mac, is who is down? He's down there. Is he? He's he down. Is. Okay. No, he's down there. I saw some of my boy Shocks down there with the shades on and everything like that. Obviously, being in Florida is never a bad thing. 
And this time, yeah, depends I, on I, what I, part. I, never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Because <laughs> I had depends been, on what I, part and what you're doing. I had to think for a second. Uh, nah, well, I don't say that all the time, ready. Uh, but uh, yeah, he's down there getting ready because this is his time of year. I don't know who loves spring training more, Bo or Grant. Ooh, who do you think, Bo? I do. You like it more than Grant? Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to ask him that. I can't not say myself. <laughs> I wish I could be down there if work wants to send me down there, but they sent him down here. So, you know. We got to go a I'm couple years go. ago. Super fun. Very, very fun. It, was it is before, a great time down there. It's a, like one of the best family atmosphere, fan-friendly things you can do if you can swing it. Mm-hmm. Like, because there's, it's, I mean, it's spring training. Everyone's relaxed. Like, players are signing autographs. Everyone's hanging out. Like, it, it's very cool. And now that it. they're in Northport, they're a lot closer to other stadiums. Yeah. They were the farthest drive. Now they're one of the closest. You can go to they're several different ballparks. Than, a little further from here. Yeah, but not much. But not much. Still an easy drive. Yeah. All right. We'll come back. We'll talk to Grant McCauley. Pitchers and Catchers Day. And Valentine's Day. Woo! We'll find out which one Grant's more excited for as a newlywed. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. It's Andy and Randy. Middays, 11 till 2. Oh, you guys are making some noise. Oh, there it is. On Sports Radio 92.9, The Game. Oh, yeah. You know what that means? It's baseball season. Grant McCauley is going to talk some Braves with us in just a couple of minutes. This hour brought to you by the Man Cave Store. Up your Man Cave game this season at mancavestore.com. 20 minutes away from the AMA. Any question, any topic, we'll get the phone lines open at 404-726-0929. And it is uh, it's one of those days on the, the calendar for big-time baseball fans. Pitchers and catchers report today. We're seeing all kinds of great videos of folks showing up to the facility. I know Grant's down there. Had a chance to talk to a number of, uh, of the players that have showed up as well. Uh, and for the first time this baseball season, this year, we can welcome Grant McCauley to the show. Grant, how are you? G-Mac. Hey, doing great, guys. Great to talk to you. Yeah, good to talk to you, too. Obviously, it's one of those fun days where we're still a ways mm-hmm. away from, from baseball, you know, real baseball, but it, it's, it's there. It's, it's, it's exciting. It's beginning. Um, so it's a good time to talk about beginnings and, and expectations and things like that. And I just try to always take a step back for me talking about and covering this team because they are mm-hmm. so consistently good. <laughs> and every year the expectation is kind of the same. Like, how do you avoid getting used to the expectation being win 100 games and try to compete for a World Series? Yeah, I think that those two things are certainly worthwhile endeavors mm-hmm. over the course of the season. But they know, because they've experienced it, that there is a level beyond simply winning 100 games or winning the division or just getting to October. They want to get to October and succeed there. And I think that's really the driving factor for this club. And hearing from A.J. Mentor, who was you know drafted and came up you know through the rebuild and through the early portion of the Braves getting you know back to relevance again in 2018, winning this division six straight times you know, and finally having the postseason success and winning it all in 2021 – that's where they want to be. And he said, look, it's World Series or bust. That's need, that needs to be our focus. Get everybody in here and let's get after it. So I, I think that the focus is, you know, rightfully so on winning it all because this is the club that's capable of doing it and leading Major League Baseball in wins a year ago. That was great. There's a lot of good things that could, you know, be taken from last year. But ultimately, as he said, a bitter taste in our mouths and we're ready to do something about it. So let's see. On the first step of what I would call a very long journey to get back to October, it appears that the Braves are focused on the right things. I mean, outside, say you lose 
Ronald Acuna or somebody. No, nothing's going to derail this team. But as far as there, there have been some changes, Grant, what is one of the changes you see as probably maybe something that's going to be maybe harder to come, overcome than, than most? I don't really – well, I don't know if I have an answer for that exactly. I mean, injuries can change the trajectory of anybody's season, and we've seen the Braves have to overcome losing Ronald Lacuna Jr. and somehow win the World Series. Right. So strange things can happen. I mean, we can sit down and script it all out about how we want this guy to do this this year and all the pitchers to you know be healthy and productive and you know this offense to basically just flip the switch and do exactly what it did a year ago. That'd certainly be nice because it was fun to watch. But they know that you know, life and baseball aren't going to work that way. So – you know, I, I think you get after it the best way that you can, which is to know that nothing is guaranteed in this sport. Uh, I think it was uh, Kyle Wright about a year ago, and who knew how his season was about to go, and the fact that, hey, I'm here today, and he's right. not. He's right. going to pitch yeah. for the Kansas City Royals the next time he pitches, but he says, you know, these spots are earned. They're not given. So even no matter who you are, you realize that there's a certain commitment to what they want to accomplish here, and having a club that's bought into that, having a manager that I think leads by that that example and setting that bar high, you know, those are the things that you can control. What happens once you get out there on the field? And it's the same for all 30 teams. Some teams just happen to be more talented than others, and the Braves are pretty blessed in that department. We were talking about it uh, earlier in the show, just kind of having some fun with what might happen this year, some unexpected things, expected things, whatever. Like what, One of the fun things about this group over the last handful of years is young players coming on the <laughs> scene and being rewarded for it very quickly. Um, is there a guy that's a possible candidate for that on this team that sort of could pop up, get a spot? Anthopolis is like, you know what? I'd like to sign him to a long, team-friendly deal. Like, it seems like they've kind of done that with everyone, but is, is there a name that's, that's possible for that? Yeah, you know, it's funny that you mentioned that in terms of young players and opportunities because one of the guys we did talk to this morning was Hurston Waldrop, who was the Braves' first-round draft pick just this past July, which is I'm still trying to get used to that because the draft was in June for so long. But he's drafted in July. And by the middle of September, he's already pitched at all four full-season affiliates. And now he's in big league camp this time, you know, a year after basically walking into his senior season or, his, excuse me, his junior season in Florida, kind of trying to figure out, hey, where could I be a year from now? Well, now he has a chance to, at some point, contribute to the Braves rotation. And he looks at it the same way that I think any young player should, is that, you know, these spots can be earned. And the Braves have been – not, they have not been bashful about pushing guys through the minors and giving them opportunities at the big league level. Another guy, A.J. Smith-Shawver, yeah. that he's in that same boat. Those guys are, I think, about, what, six or eight months apart in terms of age. They're both 21 years old. Waldrop's about to turn 22. But either way, a couple of young guns. So if the opportunity presents itself at the back end of the rotation, look what happened for Spencer Strider. He came in like a house of fire, established himself, and the next thing you know, he was the first pitcher to get one of these long-term extensions. So – these guys, they know the possibilities out there, but the day-to-day focus and, and preparation that it takes to get to those things and to check those boxes, that I think is, this, especially this time of year, what the main focus is on is, is getting ready for the long haul so they can accomplish things like that. Well, with, the, with such a versatile lineup that these guys have, and we know who's hitting leadoff, we know who's mm-hmm. hitting three, we know who's hitting four. Who would you put, and we had Andrew just spitballing, just having fun, we know it's real early. Who would you start out in the two-hole uh, if the season starts tomorrow? Yeah, to be honest with you, I would have a, a kind of a nice little, I guess they call it a soft platoon. I mean, it doesn't have to be a hard and fast rule, but I would love to see Michael Harris hit in the two spot of the order, especially against righties. Mm-hmm. Then have Ozzie Albies do it against lefties because Ozzie is so prolific from the right side of the plate. 
I think that gives the Braves just an, an option to make that lineup because, like, you know, it's going to be Ron Lacuna Jr. Mm-hmm. Then you're going to see Austin Riley in that three spot. Four is going to be Matt Olson. I don't think they're going to be changing any of that stuff up. Maybe it looks different a few times in spring training, but I wouldn't read too much into it because you're not going to have the whole lineup in there every time anyway. But that, to me, is is the next logical step for a guy like Michael Harris is to get him more plate appearances. He was batting a buck 63 on June the 6th. For that point on, for the remainder of the season, he batted nearly 340. Mm-hmm. So that's the kind of player that if you're getting on base at that clip and you've got the wheels and all the other things that he has, you know, all the tools, as they say, it would be great to see Michael Harris get a little bit more time at the top of the order because I think he profiles there. Grant McCauley joining us, pitchers and catchers reporting today to spring training. Grant down there uh, covering the Braves for Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. I, I think like just simply being in this lineup is the best thing for Jared Kelenic, having yeah. been where he was and, and all of that. Um, where's the best place in the lineup for Jared Kelenic to be? I think as you look at the bottom third of the order, just somewhere in that mix. And because of the Braves, very it's not just a top-heavy lineup. It's a completely loaded lineup that – you know, not everybody can bat first, second, third, fourth. I mean, he can only you know line them up. You only get to hit once every time through the order, and the top of the order being what it is, and then knowing that you've got Marcelo Zuna, and then you've got two catchers who are also a powerful tandem that hit over 30 homers and drove in 100 runs last year combined. And then you start to just kind of figure out where is Michael Harris going to be? Okay, Orlando Arcia is going to be down toward the bottom of the order, and I don't think it's a slight for any hitter, and I think Michael Harris may show this or demonstrate this the best of anybody, it's not a slight to be batting ninth. It might be in Little League, but it's not in the major leagues because you're in the kind of lineup that you want to be. And Michael Harris did serious damage in that nine spot. Maybe down there somewhere is a good spot for Jared Kelly because unlike Seattle, where all the expectation was on what he needed to become and for him to do that, then the team could succeed, he can come in here and just kind of be himself and not have to worry about carrying the club for you know a week, a month, a season. It just doesn't have to be that way. And that, I think, is ultimately, and I think that's kind of what you're getting at, going to be the most beneficial thing for him is he can come in and really not have to feel kind of the external expectations and pressure that he did in Seattle. I know that, you know, the big name probably that they picked up this year is uh, Chris Sale and everything, and, and mm-hmm. in spring training. How much uh, do you think we'll get to see him? I think we're going to get to see him a, a good bit. I mean, are they going to you know, push him too hard in the spring? Probably not. I think he'll be on the similar track that most of the starting pitchers are. They come out and you know get those first couple of outings where you know they just throw an inning or two, and then they build up, and they'll be throwing their bullpens throughout. But for the first time, in five years, Chris Sale is finally healthy and had a normal offseason. Right. He's been down at this at this location, at this spring training facility, for nearly a month now. And so he's feeling like he's ready to go, I'm sure. Uh, but they're going to just be cautious with him. But if they're, if he doesn't give him a reason to, to be worried about him, then I don't think that they're going to try to be too cautious just for the sake of doing it. Just bring him along at the same time and have him ready for the course of the season, where I think ultimately – you know, you have a bullpen like the Braves do, you don't have to ask Chris Sale to do much more than be a five or six inning pitcher. In 2024, that's actually okay. When we were all growing up, yeah, a five inning pitcher was not exactly somebody who helped out your staff. A little bit different now. Aside from just like them not being there and that being weird because they've been around for a long time, what are the, the, the tangible impacts of not having some of the coaching staff, most specifically Ron Washington, uh, with, yeah. the, with, the, with the Braves anymore? 
Yeah, you know, I talked to, this morning to uh, to the morning shift, and they asked about the same thing. And I said, really, I'm going to notice it more when they get out and start doing their work. Tomorrow will be the first real day that you're going to see that. But Wash was just this ever-present you know, personality who just added so much in his knowledge, in his workmanship, and his dedication to the game that has helped the Braves build the culture of winning that they have here. And I think they have Ron Washington to thank for a lot of that, especially the day-to-day work that it takes. And that's something that he's passed along. So I don't know that we'll necessarily see it, you know, differently in terms of what the guys are doing and what they're focused on, but it's definitely going to be an adjustment to not have that personality and that guy around. And Eric Young also spent that number of years on the staff and did a lot of great things. You know, he's, he's moved on as well. We'll see what the new guys are able to do and how they fit in. And again, this is a club full of professionals. So I expect that something they work towards very much. So with Ron Washington to be kind of the lasting legacy of a coach like that, a personality like that. Grant, great to hear from you. Thank you. Thanks guys. Grant McCauley there, 92, nine, the game Braves reporter. He is at spring training pitchers and catchers today. Whole month. Big (laughs) hot. Longer than that. No, we're talking about, he's talking about Chris Hill being down oh, there. Oh, month. oh, oh, like, got it, got it. I yeah, thought, like, talking about spring, I was like, the first game's not until April 5th. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, like, that is, that is like, commitment. Yeah. He's down there a whole month before everybody gets there. Like, just, I, don't know, I don't know what he's doing, chilling, rehabbing, golfing, whatever. But, like, he's, like. Cutting up jerseys. Like, like a Getting month. his attitude you, ready. You, 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 you arrive somewhere a month before, you all in. <laughs> you all in. All right, so you're sold. No, I didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> All in, they'll always get good results. Oh, that's true. Yeah. He's probably working hard. Yeah. I like the best thing for Jared Kelenic. Doesn't play for the Mariners anymore. That's going to be the best thing for his career. Doesn't play for those guys. Yeah. yeah, absolutely right. We'll come back. We'll get to an AMA. Any question, any topic, phone lines are open, 404-726-0929. Load up the phone lines. We'll be right back. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. We're queuing up your questions with the Middays AMA. Ask me anything. Glad you asked. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Brought to you by Right From The Heart and rightfromtheheart.org. Appropriate sponsor every day, but especially on Valentine's Day. Final hour of the show brought to you by the Man Cave Store. Up your Man Cave game this season at mancavestore.com. Handful of phone lines open if you want to jump on. 404-726-0929. We'll start with Mo in Columbus. Hey, Mo. Fellas, what's going on? Hey, Mo. Hey, happy Valentine's Day to all the ladies out there. Oh, um, thank you. Thank you. I thought you about to say it again. I thought you were about to say it again. Like, yeah, no. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm, look, I'm not doing the aid. We're not, we're not work wifing. We're not doing none of that today. Hey, I have to say shout out to Randy because you said yesterday on air that Mo always calls and talks about his lady. So I waited till 12 o'clock. I went to that section of the show. And I played it for her. All smiles. Go. There you go. All smiles. So appreciate you for that. Oh, um, I was that guy that was trying to find a card yesterday and couldn't find the card. Right. So because I do yard work, what I did was I cleared out the little area around the uh, the mailbox. And because I wanted to fill it in with rocks, I went ahead and did the I love you. So then tomorrow I can just go ahead and fill it in with rocks. But yeah. she went outside. She saw that. And all smiles. There so you go, Mo. I have to ask you Nice job, Mo. In, in, in reference to Valentine's Day, what is the dumbest thing that you've done for a female? <laughs> I will say my my dumbest thing was listening to LL Cool J, and I put my jacket, my OPP jacket, down. No, you did not. Woman to, I, I, I sure did. You my do know that, jacket, bro. You, you do know that that ain't, like, solid, right? She's 
steps on a puddle and on the jacket and she goes through the puddle. You did know that, right? Yeah, it didn't okay. work. Okay. Yeah, my mama, my mama was like, oh, what in the hell happened to your jacket? Yeah, and I was like, you did know that. Uh, appreciate it. Well, your heart was in the right place, though. Uh, Trying thing, to be a gentleman. Craziest thing I've ever done The for a dumbest woman. thing no. I've done for a woman? Good <sighs> Lord. We don't have enough time. Um... I got really into Ultimate Frisbee I remember at that one, one point. I remember that one. Uh, I mean, I went to all kinds of different weird, like, art shows, poetry performances, you name it. Like, whatever that lady might have potentially been into, mm-hmm. sure, I can, I'm into that. Yeah, Go I mean, check it out. I mean, the only thing I've ever done, like, I've done, like, when I was working out, I was, I was in my peak, but I like, I did, like, because uh, I've only done Spin Clash twice. And there was one time, and when I when you were with the Dolphins, if you wanted to have four straight days of workout, and have Fridays off, you had to do a spin class. Worst idea ever, because because of the seat, the seat of the spin class. That's that's when it first was originated. So the bike seats was really bad. Uh-huh. And so this young lady, and she was bad boy. She was bad. And so she was like, "Well, yeah, I'm in the I'm in the spinning." And I said, like, "Yeah, you know what? Me too. I'm a regular spinner. I usually do it on on, on Wednesdays." <laughs> and went there, dog, and it was spinning in a hot box, though. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, never again in my life. But it worked out. Hey. It worked out. You know out. what? So it wasn't dumb then. Yeah, it worked out. You know out. what I mean? Cause that's no, the thing. it was dumb as hell. But it worked. Like. The ends justify the means, my friend. But still, I never never again. And I've never done a spin class since. Fair enough. Yeah. But the one you did resulted in success. But that was dumb of me to have to do that. Eh. <laughs> I, don't, I don't call you dumb. <laughs> it worked. <laughs> if the dumbest thing you did resulted in success... That you must not have done that much dumb stuff. Because yeah. that's kind of how I judge it. It's like, all right, I did this. Didn't really care that much about it, but I did it with the hope of, you know, if, you know, happened. Right. It was worth it. I'm not that dumb. Was it was all it's just, worth yeah, it. It's the stuff you do that doesn't work. It was all worth it. It was all worth it. <laughs> it was all worth it. It was all worth it. It's just a risk reward. Uh, Mason is in Forsyth. Hey, Mason. What's up, guys? Hey, uh, mostly for Randy, but everybody can answer. Uh, pickleball. What's your thoughts on pickleball? Is, is that like a born hard sport, or is that for softies? What's uh, what's the deal with pickleball? Um, I don't know. I have no interest in playing it, but my wife said that there's this place in Buford that is a pickleball place brewery. And huh. so I can go drink, and she's called pickleball social. Yeah, that's she. She told me she 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 actually told me about this uh, last weekend, mm-hmm. and so I will probably go with her, and more likely I'll play, you know, just whatever. But I have no like affinity to be like, oh god, I can't wait to play. No, it's not that. Uh, I wouldn't say that it's a born hard sport. Just to answer the question yeah. that he like, asked. I don't know anything I wouldn't about say that. I don't know anything about it. It's fun. It's really fun. Um, also, like, it's kind of cool uh-huh. that it's getting big like this because. Pickleball is a game that we played in, like, elementary school because okay. it was invented in, in, like, right outside Seattle. So, like, it was a pretty popular thing right. to play in, right. in gym class, right. like, in elementary school. So we played pickleball and blah, blah, blah. And now, all of a sudden, it's blowing up, uh-huh. which is wild to see. Wait, I'm talking this. Do you have to have athleticism to play pickleball? I mean, the more athleticism you have, the better you'll be. Of course, but I'm just saying. It's like... No, I mean, it's exercise. Okay, that's all I'm just checking. But, I mean, to be good at it, though, like I, tennis. Yeah, okay. But tennis, you got to be more athletic to be a tennis player than pickleball, I'm assuming, right? To be good at it. I mean, it's no, kind of pretty similar. This was, but, no, but in the, the court, smaller, it's smaller and all that yeah. stuff, right? Yeah, right? yeah so, But, yeah. like, the more athletic you are, like. In anything, the more athletic you are is, 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 is like that. Yeah, in any sport in like any that. In any sport like that. Activity. But I'm just saying, how, how physically demanding is pickleball? You, you're, if you tried hard, you'd get really tired. Okay, that's all you know. You get sweaty. Okay. Fun, like a lot of quick movement and all that. Okay. Imagine Abe has a lot of thoughts on pickleball. 
Is it, is it tougher than Hackensack? I, I imagine Randy doesn't want to hear him, so. Probably. Uh, I mean, you know, it depends on what your skill set is. Yeah. Hackensack's hard for some people, man. Okay. All right. That's foot that. eye. Yeah, all right. That's all I'm curious. No one ever talks about foot eye coordination. Yeah, it's always hand eye coordination. What Abe, he said that he has ideas on it. Well, I just assumed Abe probably did. I don't know one way or the other, but he assumed you didn't care what he had to say about it. That, and he assumed see, that, right. That's, that, how are you going to tell me what I don't, want, what I don't oh, care right. about? You want him to go? I think we got another caller. You and Abe to have the floor on pickleball? I think we got another call. Okay, David is in yeah. Stone Mountain. Hey, David. <laughs> hey, guys, what's going on, man? You having a good day today? All Great good, day, All David. good, all good. All good. I got two quick questions. I'm going to get out of here, man. Uh, I was just wondering uh, if if uh, Friday Night Lights, uh, Varsity Blues, and Remember Titans is all on, what you going to watch first, second, or third? And my other question was, I was trying to think of some um, – NFL-related like uh, uh, football movies, like um, Any Given Sunday. And I couldn't think of one, but then one came to mind. So my other question is, if you consider uh, Bruce Willis's Die Hard a Christmas movie, would you consider The Last Boy Scout uh, a football movie? It's a great answer. Sure. Uh, I love The Last Boy Scout. <laughs> I think it's a football movie. Uh, the only other pro football movie I can think of that was about professional football is North Dallas 40, which uh-huh. is my favorite football movie ever. And then draft uh, day kind of draft day kind of. What that? There, there was a Batman movie where they blew up the Steelers. Yeah, Hines Ward. And then, uh, there, I, I know Mike That's Bell. That's a football Mike movie. I can't remember. It was um, Carl Weathers was in it. I think Carl Weathers was in it. And uh, uh, Burt Reynolds was the running back. That's just good. Oh, it it come to bit. That was a good football movie. Of those three, I'm oh, watching Remember the Titans. I'm watching first. Remember the Titans first. Uh, Varsity Blues, Friday Night Lights. Yeah, I think I'm probably in that order too. Yeah. Can we do one more? Bobo in Rome. Hey, Bobo. Hey, how y'all doing? All right. So, my question kind of, like, I, I listen to y'all every day. I've called in before. Thank um, you, Bobo. My, yeah, man. My my question is, like, even though we're trying to stay positive about the Falcons with getting a quarterback, am I the only one that in the back, in the back of my mind is, like, knowing the Falcons are going to do the Falcon thing and just kind of stay pat and be, be horrible again. <laughs> oh, man. Bobo. Thank you, Bobo. You can't think like that. That's uh, with, uh Gay, by the way. Yeah, Willie, uh, with that Willie, Willie Gay. Gay. Yeah, that's Willie Gay. He's, he's laid out, no shoes on, with a bottle of Hennessy laying next to him. In the middle him. of the street. In the middle of the damn street. You in the looks like Abbott plants. Huh? Yeah, it looks, yeah, like, like, looks like he got the Abbott plants. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, come on, Bobo. Don't think like that. We need positive thoughts. All right? Here's one thing thought. I can say. We need a positive thought. Of offseason. I don't know that they're going to be great next year. I hope they are. Right. But they're not going to stand pat at quarterback. That is not going to happen. I guarantee you that. They will have a different quarterback next year. We sure, right? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Right. Yes. Okay. Definitely. Right. 100%. Mm-hmm. Desmond Ritter, will, he might be on the team, but he's not going to be the starting okay. quarterback. We sure? Huh? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Right. Yes. Definitely. I'm not 100%. I am. I'm not. 150%. I'll go at how where are you at? I'm at like 80. All right, I'm 120. So okay. together we're full. <laughs> He's not gonna be the quarterback. All right. Uh let's get to takeaways of the day. As our show heads into the final stretch, it's time for the takeaway of the day. So many achievements. On Andy and Randy, Sports Radio 929, the game. Takeaways of the day, every day we have the show. After all these years together, Andy is still not ready for jail. Nope. <laughs> Never will be. Yeah, still not ready. Um me and Randy aren't wives. We're not husbands. We're not uh, any of that kind of stuff. No. We're just partners. Partners. That's what we are. Yes. We are partners. Uh, yeah, speaking of that, uh, Randy's going to cook dinner later and put on Donna's draws. <laughs> you know what oh, I no. mean. The ones with her face on them, damn it. In middle school, just like in jail, eventually you'll end up in a shower by yourself. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, I think I went too far with my uh, yeah, middle dog, school yeah, analogy. Yeah, dog. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, what was that crazy? With, like, lean on me. Yeah, it wasn't <laughs> that bad, but close. Andy's looking to endorse ab implants. They call it the Willie Gay. And uh, pickleball is uh, not a born hard sport. No. Yes, it is. No. It's fun, though. Anything sweaty, you can get, anything that you can do sweating is a born hard event. Okay. What's that, what's that now? All right. Like hiking? Yep. Because obviously there, there's, li- there's lions and there's some tigers out there. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll see what Dukes and Bell have for you next. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.